millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This Week in League is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile's League Live, the ultimate NRL app for league fans, putting the NRL at your fingertips. News scores, TV viewing schedules, match day information, and more new features for 2017 as well. Search for Sportsmate in the App Store or Google Play to download League Live today. This Week in League... As league legend Brett Kenny battles cancer off the field, Nobel Peace Prize laureate Sia Soliola battles cancer on it. Decline Javu for Tigers fans as Mitch Moses fucks them one more time. Clint Gutho has the eye of the tiger, but sadly also has the tendons of a Fabergé egg. Plus, we look back at all of the action from round 20 of the 2017 NRL season. All that and more this week in League. Welcome to episode 265 of This Week in League. I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. How you doing, man? Good, buddy. I've seen you fucking way too much today. I know. Already? It's sort of like... Fucking enough already, man. I saw you in the daylight. In the daylight hours. Wow. Lucky man. Um, yeah, actually, man, it made me uh, put some pants on, because Wednesday's usually no pants day around here, but... Uh, well, I wouldn't have invited you out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as we always do at the start of the show, welcome to the new listeners. Uh, thanks for stopping by. We've got a couple this week. Travis Kenny at Travis Kenny on Twitter said, listening to my first This Week in League podcast, quality listening. Thank you, sir. We just played footsies inadvertently there. Um, not Travis, of course, not you. This is going to um, be a really short podcast. What? What? Okay, so socks on. I thought you had like some weird fucking... Jumpsuit, like Ugg thin, like, no, like so, I didn't know you'd slipped your shoes off, and, and I was like, "Is that some sort of like fucking moccasin type fucking thing? What are you wearing, you fucking idiot?" It's just a sock. Fuck, that's great. You know what we should do? What? You should get some sort of hard-soled sock. Yeah. With a little tassel on it, and call them soccasins. <sighs> you fucking sell them on that TV shopping network. You make fucking squillions. All right, there you go. You've done well. You fucked yourself now. You played yourself because it's out there. It's going to happen. No, I know, but it's also timestamp, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know what it is. I mean, there's nothing. Yeah, you know, there's, there's, there's no. The idea, the merits of an idea, is not what's important. It's the execution. So if someone just sweat chops it up and gets them out there quickly, it doesn't matter. Fucking Des Hasler's <laughs> built a career on the merits of an idea. <laughs> Uh, the other new listener who tweets this week is uh, at jhbartley underscore 90. I'm not a fan of that underscore in your name there, pal. That's but, a great uh, underscore. Welcome, welcome, John. Uh, he's our new listener. This is my first tour podcast. Fucking awesome, boys. Just like two blokes talking footy over a beer in a pub. Nice work. Much more lucid in that, though, than, a, than two guys because... We've, we've talked footy over beers in pubs with people. Yeah. We do it every year down on Grand Final yeah, Day. True. And... Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm afraid we've just lost the, one of the new listeners, though, because, you know, he's in there going, 
fuck yeah, it's like talking about footy in a pub and we've started off with moccasins. And <laughs> well, it's a pub in Newtown. <laughs> or Melbourne. Yes. Anywhere in Melbourne, I guess. Fuck. Um, Welcome all the new listeners. Yep. If you're on social media or Twitter, yep. get on and say good day. Or if not, get on and then get on and, get on and say good day. It does make the show far more enjoyable, makes footy far more enjoyable. You have a ready-made group of sledge mates. Yeah, and especially when, you know, after you've been around for a little bit and you've identified who the ones are, who, you know, who, who everyone's team is and things like that, and then so you can start getting into it. Yeah, fuck yeah. During the games, it's, it's much more fun. And I mean, that was, you know, that was what the basis, of how the show started as well. It was like Twitter sledging is how it actually began. Um, our old mate Levius, uh, Levius, who's now known as underscore at underscore Cleary's bitch underscore on That's a fantastic name. Yeah, I wish uh, it'd be better without the underscores though. But um, Twill Nation, we are starting a touch team and we need some good team names. So far, I'm putting forward touch and balls, send me ideas, and people send him ideas. But I just wanted to say it on the show so we can get some other ideas for people and what they could possibly be. Yeah. Touch and balls is pretty, pretty, uh, I don't know, what would you say, like pedestrian? Yeah. It's pretty, pretty low. Yeah, call yourself low hanging fruit. Yeah, why not? Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the diving Jamies. I mean, surely these, the, these competitions have to have some, like, standards. That's right. I mean, I'm not saying it's as strict as, like, naming a racehorse, but they've got to. Be. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. It's like, you could call your team, like, you could call them, like, cum dumpsters or something. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Yeah, which, which any touch team that would have old Levius in it would, you, you just have <laughs> would to be, be closer. You just have to be, um, you know, clever about it. Yeah. Like, you see the, the South Park guys have made a video game, and it's called The Fractured, mm-hmm. comma, but whole. <laughs> That's a game, is it? It's a game. I have, I've, I've so seen that gotten, name, yeah. They've gotten through censorship, The Fractured Butthole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... Oh, Jesus. Chevy to the Levy. Levy Chase. I don't know what you should call your team. We've got some good suggestions come through Twitter. I'm not going to get into them all now. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, keep po- them coming. Post them at the show and we'll put yeah. them on too. And, uh, and send them to at underscore Cleary's bitch underscore as well because I'm sure he'd love to see it. I'm not sure what his deadline for creating this name is, but uh, yeah. Who also needs a another shout out. Yeah. For his birthday. His birthday today as we record the show. As we record the show. So, uh, kept it pretty quiet, but... Uh, and the greatest thing in history is, he now has a birthday card addressed to him from his family that says, Dear underscore clear his bitch. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> he, he may, I mean, he may as well keep that keep that uh, that Twitter handle forever now. I mean, it's become... Mm. It's, yeah, his, his family know to address him that way. Look, if everyone's on him enough, he'll develop you know, what's commonly known as chin home syndrome. <laughs> He'll be on board with me next year. It's <laughs> like I'm not even going to say it. Fuck it. I'm not going to say it. It's terrible. My underscore Aaron. I can't help but think that in the great Twilly this uh, biscuit debate of 2017, that not enough love has been shown to chicken in a biscuit. These you people f- introducing new players into the game at this Jesuits. late stage. You, can't <laughs> you serious? <laughs> I, I thought fucking George Pell was the biggest criminal cunt we'd have in this country this week. No, chicken in a biscuit is 
the bullshit, fakeo, mould-ridden sister snack of Dixie Drumstick, also from the Inner Biscuit range. Yep. It it was the fuck. It's the hedge. It is the Queensland Broncos fanship of biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> of chicken biscuits or biscuits you've, you've biscuits got in you've got chicken in a biscuit which is yeah. shit by the way yeah why do you need Dixie drumsticks yep besides giving monkeys aids as we have previously discussed yep so the the, the egg council creeper yeah, whose name I won't uh, oh, he usually not be known that a housemate's picked up the Coles generic brand chicken biscuits I would like to advertise a room for that <laughs> <laughs> and then we had special K online say nothing annoys me more than this shapes war on this week in league nothing compares to chicken crimps barbecue is worse than David Knopf or Luma's reeds oh <laughs> wow mate fucking the, the, see I don't want to slag off the crimps because I mean it's, you know they're a top three don't get me wrong they're a top three but yeah, they 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 try like 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 Nofaluma. I mean, they they try and get to the number one position, but they just drop it before they can ground it. This is the thing, man. You were firmly on the crimps. Then all of a sudden, they've dropped to two. No, no. I've, seen, I've always maintained that barbecue now, barbecue's number one, but crimps are still there too. Like all of a sudden, cheese and bacon are fucking crawling up there. They are right, but I mean, a lot of people are talking about this. See, this is I don't this to be advertising. So people does. Like one of those black swan, like some sort of bacon dip, look, look fucking good actually. Okay. I, have, I was I was meaning to try it, but I uh, essentially couldn't be fucked. To down the shops to get this it. is the thing, though. I don't fucking understand. Yeah. How in this current economic climate, yeah, the Coles generic crimpies mm-hmm. can exist. Well, they're probably the same as the normal crimpies, and they're just like the ones. They're the ones that fall on the floor. You know, like when you're at school. You, you wouldn't make fun of the kid that didn't have fucking cheesels and had, you know, black and gold cheese snacks. Yeah. Fucking man, all good. We're, Why wouldn't you? We're brothers in cheese, but, oh. you know, fucking fruit. I, I bought... But they're poor. I mean, why wouldn't you? <laughs> well, the kid's not poor. His fuckhead parents are. I'm, 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 but, I'm, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm I lived in Ascot. <laughs> I never saw a poor kid till I started going to high school. <laughs> um, going up in the main streets of Western Sydney. Yeah. You know? But when you're buying crimpies for a dollar fifty a box, yeah. you know, there's no excuse. No excuse. But you just said they're poor. They can't afford the fucking whatever the price of the fucking... How can fucking the generics be less than a dollar fifty a box? They must be. That's the way it works, man. Um, Bernard JKD with a very unfair assertion here. I'm fairly sure I can hear you say from here, it's Billy Slater. He had it coming, so all's fair. We're going to get to that, sir. But you, uh, yes, we will. You are you are mostly wrong. <laughs> <laughs> True uh, underscore grits. A guy in the USA asked a question about KFC prices on the other side of the world and resources are immediately deployed to answer the power of tool nation. We still haven't got a fucking a completely yeah. certain answer on this. No. I'm going to fucking bring, somebody, up, I'm gonna bring up KFC. Let's do it next week. I'm going to bring up the national office or something yeah. and say, what the fuck? We'll Except do it. like, you know, politely. Yeah, we'll do it next week. We'll, we'll put it on the show. All right, cool. Adrian underscore Maitland. Had a real shit year, but thank fuck you guys show up every week and make me smile. You cunts are doing the Lord's work. Cheers. 
I'm not sure if it's a, if you've had a shit year in general, or if it's just you mean a shit year in concerning your side, you know, the Canberra Raiders. But you know, happy happy to help where we can, sir. And we're always we're always there for you. If you're having a shit year outside of footy, we're, we're still there. For, we're still there for everybody, mm. except for Ed Council Creeper. Except if you, well, except, oh no, he's got an underscore in his name. Sorry, <laughs> you disqualified from our compassion. <laughs> Hang on, yep. Is Ed Council Creeper through uh, through basic training yet? I have no idea. Really? He's prancing around doing fucking because plays and shit. So if if the fucking CO's listening, yeah, you know, some latrines need to be scrubbed. And one latrine for every underscore, or maybe ten latrines for every underscore. How about that? Mm. Let's get it done. And you know, we will come and do a tour of the base and use the latrines before he gets in there. Well, inspecting, inspecting them for yes, reverse kangas <laughs> <laughs> at Little Buffalo. Can someone explain the thrun through for me? Hashtag ignorant, not just para supporter. So okay, so this is this is a really simple one to explain. Uh, the Titans, the, you, you, you've got your teams that yeah they what's the Penrith one? They got one, or is it just like Go Panthers or something? The team teams have it, it used to be Are You Ready Ready, but then that's fucking stupid. Someone else like the dogs use that as well or some shit. Oh, it's awful. They got like you know the dogs of war and shit like that. I'm proud to be a bulldog and you know like teams have these hashtags. Yeah, there's Panther Pride. Panther Pride. Yeah, yeah, that's probably one. That's probably the one. And so the teams have the you know this these hashtags they use on their official social media that you know, are to like are like the slogan for the season. Well, no, or they have or. slogans for the club. Yeah, and then they translate those into a hashtag. Yeah, but, the but then they, but they they tend to be like some of them like a, just they tend to be like a for like for a season and then they do the season launch for the next year and yeah. it's like they got some hashtag that's associated with whatever the shit they're peddling but long story you know. short you lose all the spaces when you do a hashtag because it's got to be all one word yeah and so the through n what's well, like ride em cowboys but it's like ride and then the letter m cowboys yeah. so like who's m yeah why the cowboys have to ride them yes but so what is through n through yeah through n through Sounds like so that Ash, means sounds like Ash Taylor shit. giving you instructions. Team of shit, they um they they, through. they they couldn't land they couldn't land cherry, they uh, snorting coke all over the place, but despite all that, the uh, the the what do you call it the like the transient population of the Gold Coast who are either on their way to the grave or on their way to jail, <laughs> stick with this club through and through. Or other teams just thrun through them. And the other teams just weekly. thrun through them. <laughs> uh, Mitch the Geo. Uh, did anyone else have a new favourite player after this round? <laughs> so you didn't even need the hashtag. We knew what you were talking about. We'll, we'll get to it. The Cursed Chapo. Big shout out to the New South Wales Ladies Interstate Challenge Team beating the Queensland team and now going hashtag two in a row. That's fantastic. Just like the under-16s and uh, un- if, unbeatable. If Everything except for the main <coughs> men's state of origin side. Yep. Disgraces to the states, unlike the kids and the ladies. Yeah. Women and children doing the work, doing the men's work yep. for them. Look, you know, being a Panthers fan with the success that our junior teams have had, I know what it's like to have every team, bar the the one that... Winning grand finals yeah. every... <laughs> um, then it's like fucking a cactus. Yeah, but then you can go... Oh, it was nice. Fucking won the won the the under twenties grand final. Yeah, no. we won the Reggie's grand final. No, 
no, no, no. See, that's yeah, the like thing. on grand final day, you got a team in the grand final. Like <laughs> it's it's like fucking a cactus. Okay. So you finish. Yeah. And you how know, you finish when you're fucking a cactus though? But you've hollowed out and you know, fucking okay. inside of it. Oh, so you're not fucking like the sharp parts. Well, that'd be the cactus fucking you. Yeah. Well, okay. So. So like fucking a cactus, you know, once you're done. Yeah. Outside observers might believe that it's the same thing. You know, it's still moist and whatever, but... This you know, is... You, you've got bleeding scars. Playing the game of show and tell right now. <laughs> <laughs> so. oh, the image. The image of old Prickle Dick. <laughs> old Prickle Dick J. <laughs> Mad Dog underscore no space. Fucking uh, LOL worthy episode this week. A bit of cringe sprinkled on top. Indeed. Um... <clears throat> Where are we? Uh, and Cleary's bitch again. He said, I'm hanging out my clothes in my wardrobe and just started laughing thinking about the Cartwright coat hanger montage. And shout out to shout out to Aaron Marr. I mean, because the tweet doesn't translate to the... To, a visual tweet doesn't translate to the audio audio medium. It does. Yeah, well, his, his tweet about... With, that was uh, Trent Merrin and the, the Harbour Bridge. Trent Merrin throwing out just, an homage yeah. to Bryce. Just just tremendous. One of the, yes. one of the, the great tweets of the year, I think. Mm. Uh, the biggest tiger. Quote. Mortimer looking up at you, tickling your belly with his eyelashes. <laughs> so good. Such a great exclamation of that joke. Yeah. <laughs> that was a joke, man. Yeah, what kind of... He was joking. Uh, tool Tourist Highway again. Better chucking some Tool Tourist for my trip to Cairns. Cairns? He's been all over the fucking place today. Jesus Christ. Wasn't he in Adelaide a little while ago? Yeah, we well, went to Adelaide because the Roosters were playing down there, remember? And um, then he went to fucking some... Oh, where the fuck was that other place he went? Huggenoga. Yeah, it's like one of those or something. Is like that why that. it's called fucking highway? Maybe, maybe. Yeah. Mick the perm. Listening to you lads on the way to the Ghent Music Festival. Let's be honest, I own Belgium. King oh. of the Panthers, you do own Belgium. Ghent Ghent Music Festival. Never heard of that one. Sounds like it have like a lot of like folk folk music. I'm I'm seeing a lot of dreadlocks. I'm seeing a lot of hairy pits. Yeah, we're talking like, like Hasidic Jews making music. No. We're just talking like fucking like a. No, I'm talking tie-dyed. Oh, so it's like Rastafarian. Okay. okay. Hats. Okay. In Belgium. I'm talking. I guess it could happen anyway. You know, would you like some mushrooms? Yes. Well, let me just check some of the folds of my body. <laughs> As I have not showered. <laughs> oh, Maximal Firth found a sports bar in Hoi An, Vietnam, and now waiting for Chase Stanley to do his leg. Hashtag Twill Tourist. One Eye Tiger got in there as well, representing the undefeated shirt at Splendor today. Another weekend of no football. That's shit fan. Yeah. Ignorance is bliss, indeed. Now, um, we'll uh, get over to the. Uh, this week in Ben Pomeroy, as, uh, as our uh, Pommy mates have decided to start calling it. But um, I guess without any further ado, take it away, boys. Follow at Super League Pod on Twitter. Listen to their podcast, for fuck's sake. And uh, yeah, take it away. Now, 
Nice one, gents. Tom and Bart from the Super League pod here once again to bring you your weekly update on all things ESL this week in Pomeroy. Yeah, and we start on Thursday night. It was actually a case of no Pomeroy, no problem for Warrington as they bounced back from a 4-6 to half-time scoreline to win 22-6 over local rivals Widness in an uninspired game between two of Super League's bottom four. A try and assist for Peter Hicku in his best game for the Wolves yet were amongst few highlights in this game. So it's a Friday night and into the returning former Wests legend Gareth Ellis who inspired his Hull FC side to a tough 14 points to 10 home win over the Huddersfield Giants and in the process secured the Black and White's top four place ahead of the Super 8s. Hero of Victoria Rugby League and potential future Wests legend Mahe Fanua also shone for Hull with a big 160 metres and on the other side Wests cast off Jordan Rankin continued the good start to his Giants career with a try and assist and over 200 metres run. This review was brought to you in honour of Real Dad. Also on Friday night over in Lancashire, Lee Centurions avoided a bottom-placed end to the regular season with a convincing 25-0 win over top four Salford. Former Gold Coast forward Lachlan Burt and Tongan outside back Sammy Sony Lange were amongst the star performers for the Centurions. For Salford, you'll all be pleased to hear that wife beating scum Robert Louis got a taste of his own medicine taken out of the game with concussion early in the second half. And at the same time, on the other side of Wigan Borough, Leeds Rhinos sent an under 19 side to face your world champion Wigan Warriors with predictable consequences, as this one ended 34 points to nil. And it could have been a lot more uh, in dry conditions or with Wigan in executing to a higher standard. We did see a rare moment of Sam Tomkins magic for his kick and collect try as well as some classy interplay between George Williams and Oliver Gildart. That means this game was just about worth the entrance fee for either set of fans although hopefully no one travelled too far to see this one. On Saturday in the south of France, tabletoppers Castleford were able to come away with a 32-24 win over host Catalan, despite a scratchy performance and a high penalty count. A notable moment for Cass uh, was for Cass forward and for, former Catalan player Kevin Leroy getting a simbin for giving former teammate Vincent Dupont what you could only call an aggressive reach-around. There were flashes of brilliance too from former Panther Zach Hardacre taking the ball full length at a scrum plate and standing left winger Jack Hitchcock with a spectacular flying finish for the go-ahead score late on. And the final game of the weekend was played on Sunday and it was in fact the final game of the regular season where Wakefield Trinity had the chance to reach the top four and get an extra home playoff game. Instead they slumped to a woeful 41 points to 16 defeat to Justin Holbrook's revitalised St Helens side. Young halfbacks Theo Farge and Danny Richardson lit up the game for St Helens and there was also a try for Gold Coast swap man Zeb Tyre in a comfortable win for the visitors. Yeah, so all that means we're done with the regular season and in two weeks' time we'll move into the Super 8 stage of the season after the small matter of the Challenge Cup semi-finals next week. When the Super League gets back underway it'll see Castleford, Leeds, Hull FC and Salford go into the Super 8s for an extra home game with Wakefield, St Helens, Wigan and Huddersfield making up that eight. Warrington, Catalan, Lee and Witness will have the task of fighting off the best of the Championship division below with Hull KR, London Broncos, Halifax and Ferriston joining them in the qualifiers to decide who makes up next year's Super League sides. Facebook, I got a message from a mate uh, who's very, very OG listener of the show. Like he's one of the, what definitely one of the, the, the initial sort of, you know, top 10, top 20 yep. first listeners. And he just, uh, haven't chatted to him in ages and he, he sent me a message on Facebook and said, uh, 
Hey mate, hope's all, hope all's going well. Have to share a story with you. By no means am I a nervous flyer, but that may have changed this afternoon when listening to Twill on a plane. Amid a cunt-laden rant, half asleep, I hear from my Bluetooth headphones, device disconnected. <laughs> I believe it was the montage, the Bryce montage. <laughs> And he said they dis- they disconnected several times on the flight. <laughs> this is what you get for having Bluetooth headphones on your you wake up. If it was one of those like those in ear earpiece things, if that that would almost be deserved. I have Bluetooth headphones. Yeah. Yeah. Um where I'm on the bike. Yeah, well, that would make sense. Mm. So you don't get something caught up in your spoky dokies. Yes. <laughs> Motorbike. <laughs> <laughs> um, like my, my head's all like, dan, dan, and your head's all like, riding a log on my push bike, honey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <fuck>. uh, <laughs> it's, it's not a motor, it's a chopper, baby. <laughs> uh, so memberships, ninety uh, percent of them have gone. Uh, the ones, the the ones that haven't gone yet, are the latecomers, and you would know because I would have sent you an email. And um, the overseas ones, just because. Well, you know they've got to go through customs. And just, well, just no, because I haven't mailed it yet because you got oh, to okay. fucking you got to print everything out in triplicate and sign everything in triplicate. And honestly, when I was mailing the other stuff the other day, I was just like, I don't need this. <laughs> I don't need this evil in my life, so they'll go tomorrow. Uh, and geez, one thing I was surprised by, I, I didn't think about it at the time when the orders were coming in and stuff, but going through them, you know, to, to you know, pulling out the ones to mail and all that sort of thing, fucking lot of overseas ones this year. Like, That's fantastic. Like, over, like, normally we'd get like a sprinkling, like, you know, sort of five or something like that, but this mm. year's like 30, you know, all corners. You know, I think the, this year's the, the first or second year that we had sent a couple to the states um the uk represent as always and, and we've had a you know like sam planting the flag over there in singapore uh yes. for the last couple um yeah we've we've had a few a few uh you know takeoffs so yep perms and perm over over there, there. Belgium, yep. in bruges mm-hmm. um you know we've had some uh some Scandinavian representation. Yep, yep. Dirty, filthy fucking Cowboys fans that you are. Yep, yep. So, so definitely the most the, the most widespread uh, internationally this year by by far. Now uh, we were we uh, had a meeting today. Uh, I had a, a bucket of coffee, uh, a bowl of coffee, perhaps. You, Earl Grey tea. I did. Because. Well, I don't know. There's no, there's no real explaining that. I, I was one sip of coffee away from the jitters. <laughs> from, <laughs> from, from full-blown meth addiction. <laughs> now, <clears throat> we'll have a chat. and, and but, but tell, tell them about your idea uh, in terms of uh, grand final day. Well, look, here's well, the thing. Oh, sorry, before you go, first, first thing, we, we're going to do the uh, thing for members only on the Saturday evening. So there'll be a members only function Saturday evening. Yeah, and and please email or you know whatever you know, if you've got some ideas of a good place to do it. I mean we've had some uh, sent to us already, but uh, yeah, by all means send us an email if you've got any ideas. We just want honestly like don't want to get too fucked up on the Saturday because I want to have something left. Yeah, <laughs> we need to be able day. to function for grand final day. Yeah, yeah. Now, so it's going to be more of a more of a cruisier evening, you know. Yep. Um. Maybe some Dutch rudders. It, uh, you know, d- 
depending on custom, some light docking. <laughs> but, um, custom. <laughs> you know. I don't know how you do things down in Sydney, but if it's amenable. <laughs> well, you know, just just for the story, yeah. you'd say that you went to the port. And that's where the docking happened. <laughs> So, um, anyway, but yeah, so so sun, the sun, the Sunday, you know. yeah, the Sunday. Classically, we'll go, um, you know, last year we went to the game, and years previous, yourself yep. and Glenn would go to the grand final, regardless of of who was playing. Yep. Um, after a fantastic meet up on grand final day with Twill Nation. Yes. You know. Um, so I threw it out there today that maybe this year, yeah, we don't actually go to the game. Yep. We try and organise a venue that would have maybe better TVs than uh, than than where it's been. I like those TVs. Like they they they've got that sort of the bar next to it that's uh, that's attached to it, which has like a one tiny. small tiny yeah. little fucking yeah yeah nothing nothing to speak of. So, but um, to to try and organise a bigger venue with a private area that we can watch the game. Yep. Um, Glorious high definition some sort of definition with our people yes and watch it with Twill Nation and beverages so, so everyone can be there because <laughs> often when, we, when we're leaving to go to the grand final and there are always people that are going to the grand final as well but it tends to just sort of like you know spread out and then there's a group of people that kind of you know may have never met before that day and they're like oh well, it's, you know, what are we going to do now yeah. so I'm thinking maybe we just like yeah how's the whole day so. keep everyone there yeah. now, for, for that to actually be feasible and viable we're going to need a pretty good indication yeah, of of who's of numbers, yeah. This this one's like a, there's always usually there's like a lot of surprises in terms of like people you never you never knew were coming and blah blah blah. And, you know, which and look, is great. This is the great thing. Last year there there were guys who they're not on social media. They've never interacted with anybody, but they lobbed up at the meetup. Yep. Fucking fantastic homemade t-shirts again, boys. They were great. Um, but this year for the meetup for numbers, mm-hmm. what email address do you want them to use? Hello at thisweekinleague.com. Just this send one? an email with grand final meetup and how many people yep. you would come with, and we'll take that all into consideration and try and get something you know, truly fucking epic. Yeah, because what we'll have to do, I mean, in terms of uh, like a, a venue, we will probably we'll have to book a venue somewhere, and then when we book that venue, they'll they'll be like they'll look. Given the numbers we usually roll with and these sorts of things, they'll give us the room for free, but they'll probably say, like, you know, you've got to have you know, put, put, put this much across the bar yeah. or put this much across in food and beverage, and people always eat and drink, and put it this way, I think I think if El Loco were to, to give us a figure to put across the bar, I would say we would exceed it probably no less than five times. Yeah, that's so... Uh, then, uh, I mean, yeah. So just putting it out there, drink. and this is all a fucking throwback to you making me sit through fucking Richie Sambora. Yeah, see, the beautiful thing is I was so blind drunk, I can't remember a fucking thing about it. Although I did find a video on my Snapchat of me and Benny singing Living on a Prayer. Wow. It was pretty great. Did it actually sing the words? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, he did. I thought he just did the what, what, what. No, no, okay. no, I'm pretty sure he's... I'm pretty, oh, look, asking me to fucking... <laughs> as I said today, <laughs> the grand final day last year, it's like that Homer Simpson little montage that goes in like old time. He's like, <laughs> get on a plane, <laughs> go to Sydney, at the Keg and Brew, then at El Loco, then at the ground. <laughs> and then I remember, there were you know, somewhere in the... Oh, I don't even fucking remember where Phil was living, but... <laughs> What, what suburb is? Yeah, and a no. dude with a fucking python. Yeah, <laughs> two-eyed version, not one. Um. You sure? 
That seems to be a detail. I you just remember very he, he, his 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 name was was like Benny or something. His name it? was Nate. No, no, that was that was the tall dude. That was that was a tall guy. That was a guy. Benny yeah. was a guy that had the snake. But I remember he was so drunk, and he like lived next door or like a couple of doors down yeah. or whatever. And he was so drunk he could barely walk. And he's carrying this snake. And like if he this cunt falls over, he's got a crush. The dude was barely getting one foot in yeah. front of the next. Yeah, it was great. So let us know. Email. Yeah, and just let us know because we want to yeah see if we uh, maybe do things different this year. I mean, I'm like I'm happy obviously to do it the same the same as. Uh, same as we have, but it was just a, an same idea that you came up was. with. Yeah, an idea that you came up with today. So yeah, and so I thought, fuck it, put it out to you guys, see what you think. And if you want to, you know, tell us to fuck off. You don't want to watch the game of this. You just want to go to El Loco and eat tacos. That's cool too. Yeah, yeah. All right. So yeah, let us know. Hello at thisweekinleague.com. News this week, we've we've lamented the 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 lack of meaty news. Yes. To, to talk about, there was, there was a big story this week, uh, one of the biggest stories that we've had over over the year, I guess, when we look back at it all, and that is, of course, Jay's favourite player, Roy Cost Jason, announcing his retirement. <laughs> <laughs> look, a, a sad end to a, a sad end to a stellar career of being. The the, you know, the potential New South Wales hooker Wait, where on, based on the criteria based on the criteria that he's not Robbie Farah. Where was he born? I don't know. I want to start a GoFundMe in his hometown to get a statue built, <laughs> and on the bottom have a plaque that just says "Was not Robbie Farah." <laughs> and that has to be a quote from you, though. Has that yeah. like yeah? Fuck yeah. But yeah, <coughs> throat injury. Oh, well. Fuck, I've got a bit of a throat injury at the moment. Back yeah, this week in AIDS. Yeah, this week, this week in AIDS. And was, um, what was it? Someone sent us a tweet that it was uh, this week between coughs. Yeah, oh, well. So, um, fuck you very much. Yeah, put it this way. You haven't had to just listen to Glenn sniffling his way through winter this, this, this year. <laughs> so, uh, yes. you know, newcomers, they won't know what that's like. But, uh, you know, go back in time and check out some old episodes and you'll find out. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, uh, you know, respect to Cost Jason. Uh, he he enjoyed a brief period of as like a as a mascot level player for this show when you were trying to he, he <laughs> elevate him. Was, yeah, <laughs> you try and prove a point with someone, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then it became a thing as things do on this show. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I uh, wish him all the success for the future, and it's an unfortunate way for for uh, his career to end. And um, it's unfortunate for Newcastle as well because they would have bought him to try and bring a bit of experience into a very young side. That's getting fucking flogged all the time. Yeah. So you know they they lose something there as well. And I guess they're on the market looking for a uh, new hooker. Now the, the true big story. I mean, jokes aside, this Billy Slater situation. Uh. So we had see we had Ciasoliola <coughs> fucking clubbed him. I mean, like I think it's hard. To, to, I guess the first question to, to talk about is is he wasn't sent off at the time. Mm. Send off, yes or no? I would have liked to have seen him sent off, but for it to happen quickly. So not to do that whole, 
we ten are minute, yeah, you know, yeah, we're yeah. this and this and the fucking. Well, they had they, the, the, a lot of the time was necessary because Slater was out and you know they were looking at his neck and blah 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 and doing a lot. No, no, no. They, I'm sorry, but so, quickly, I yeah. don't mean get on with the game. Yeah, but I mean, you know, okay, bang, the ref goes to pocket ref touches. Okay, yeah. did anyone see that? What happened? Because I feel they didn't do anything until after Slater had been medicabbed or whatever off, and then, then I think yeah. they deal with it. And I don't know if that's, a, that's the it. protocol or what, but so, yeah. But I, you know, I would have liked to have seen some decisive action. Yep. Um, to get him off, regardless of who it is. Yeah. Yeah, and I would have been, I would have been happy with the send off. I mean, it it makes me think that the there hasn't been a send off in like you know a couple of years, so uh, it makes me feel like the referees are so terrified of what you know of, yeah. of the blowback from sending some off so so is it is it time to have like foul play punished with a symbion because i mean then you're like okay worst case scenario yeah it's 10 minutes you know yeah. what i mean but i mean it doesn't it doesn't do anything for the side that's had a player fucking clubbed out of the contest but <laughs> it's better than it doing, it's better than doing nothing it's better than penalty on report though as well um <clears throat> But I mean, I think we established firstly it, it should certainly be a send off, and the NRL and, and the, you know the referees have have come to that same conclusion, given that yep. they've you know dropped the referees involved. Uh, I tell you what, Tony Arch is becoming really good at coming out and saying, "Yeah, this should have happened." Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Hindsight, hindsight's twenty twenty, and that's a that's yeah. an excellent way to 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 deflect blame off your yourself and you know keep yourself employed in a position that yeah. I mean, you're not out there on the field making the decisions. However, you're supposed to be uh, running the guys that are, and if they keep, you know, this has got to be one of the worst years for refereeing in general. Yes, it's, it feels, it feels like it. I mean, statistically, I don't know, fucking, I have no idea, but it feels like it's an, an especially bad year for refereeing. And you know, when things like that happen, you know, the the guy at the top has to eventually uh, something, you know, something has to stick to him. Yep. So then Soliola rocks up in uh, the judiciary and he gets five weeks. I heard a lot of differing views. I think I think most people would be reasonably happy with five weeks. I think some people, you know, you know, were kind of four. Some people I heard sort of up to six. But I think five weeks is probably okay. Um, I heard some very very varying views. I was listening to the radio last night and I heard uh, Paul Gallen talking about it. And you know, he's a guy that doesn't doesn't really have a stake in it. He's a guy that's got a history of front in the judiciary yeah. and knows, knows what it's all about and he was sort of saying that <clears throat> listening to the the testimony like they, they, when they questioned Soliola because I think he was there and uh, Gallon this is uh, reporting on it for Triple M and, and he was saying that when when he was being questioned he was talking about like the club ethos of you know having to yeah, talking about the gap that the, the gap that was left there for Slater to go through and you know had to you know, you know close the gap down blah blah and, and he was saying that he was just very he wasn't forceful enough in explaining, you know that you know that position and everything like that, and he might have got off with less if if you know if he had have been. But he was kind of because he started off by pleading guilty, and they were just really yeah. figuring out the details for in, in terms of the severity, in terms of the grading. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the, uh, then that kind of um, yeah, he kind of did himself no favors in, in that respect. Um, but look, at the end of the day, I don't think anyone can argue at all that it was very late. You can't. I mean, you can't argue. Obviously, the fact it was like a swinging arm, you know, closed fist, high. Yes, Slater did slip over, but there's been so many times when that's happened, and that hasn't affected the outcome of. Yeah, that's you know. Uh, look, the, the swinging arm thing. Here's my thing. 
what we're looking at here yep. is something that happened in in the you know, blink of an eye. Yeah. And when the player goes in to make a tackle, you know, there's only so much fucking processing power for yep. conscious thought at that mm-hmm. stage. Yep. You know. And I mean, uh, you could argue well, you know, the, the, the the potential for conscious thought for an NRL player at any given at any time stage, in their life. But, yeah. You know. Um, <clears throat> I have to put my arms up because if I don't put my arms up and I hit him with my shoulder, it's a shoulder charge yep. and then I'm fucking gone. So I've got to put the arm up. Yep. And then, you know, how many times do you hear the expression hit and stick? Yep. You know, so how do you hit and stick? You make contact, you wrap your arms quickly and forcefully around the player. Yep. And to do that, your arm makes a fucking swinging motion. Yep. So there's, you know, I don't think there was any malice in it. Um, I think there was some malice deserved. Yep. Because Billy Slater is an absolute piece of shit he feeds homeless people and posts about social media how dare you what did he feed them he fed them nothing Dixie drumsticks no (laughs) (laughs) I bet he went and got that you know he went to a fucking McDonald's photo shoot and said can I have that plastic burger now now you know what they make milkshakes out of in those commercials what mashed potato yeah yeah same as ice cream next time you see an ice cream commercial fucking mashed potato yeah yeah. you just got to hold a shape under the hot lights and fucking whatever mm, that's it but um, and it's interesting I saw there was a good discussion on Twitter I saw between um, at Southern Dan and at Hey Sam Warden mm-hmm. saying ban the player Southern Dan was saying ban the player for X amount of games plus they're not eligible the next time they play that team it's an interesting take on it you know, and you know, it it got me going down a rabbit hole. Start start counting, you know, like in uh, in basketball, you have personal fouls, but you also yeah. have team fouls. Yeah. Through the course of the year, start counting judiciary appearances okay. against the team. And then what happens when it reaches X threshold? The fuck, who knows? Does that you know take away a competition point or for and against value? Then I even started thinking, saying, fuck, wouldn't that be an interesting way to get these cunt slowdown penalties out of the game? Start counting penalties. And your position on the ladder is determined by who's given away the fewest penalties for that level of points. Is it a for and against? Fuck. That's, but then, that's, that's the idea. But then I if you're tied on penalties, yeah. then for and against comes into it. I'm just saying, yeah, hypothetically, there's so many things that could yeah, be done. Yeah, I mean, if you're talking about ladder position based on penalties, though, I mean, you would need to have an absolutely standardised refereeing system that had no margin for, for error or perinaras. And that's <laughs> what it got me back to, no matter what you think of. Then you've got to rank, rank teams. The first ranking is not the penalties. The first ranking is the teams that have had Perinara referee them first. They, that, that gives them precedence. Followed by penalties, followed by for and against. You know what? You should do some Google image searches of Perinara. Why? Because he is a fucking bug-eyed individual. And? Where are you going with this? I'm saying it's not a shock to anybody that your beloved Turbros don't actually look like brothers. Of course they do. They might have come out of the same vagina. They clearly look like sons of Gary Busey. <laughs> no. <laughs> Fucking one of them looks like a son of Tiddalik. <laughs> um, but, you know, you just Google image Paranara when he's looking intense. Yeah. And then 
compare it to a fucking effort face, <laughs> maybe that's why you got the tough love. The effort of uh, <laughs> the effort of trying to make a competent fucking refereeing so, decision. Yeah, and through all of that, that's what I go back to. That, that, that there's really no way to to solve any of this shit, except if the referees are in a position where they feel comfortable to take instruction. Yep. And that is from any sources, from pocket refs, touchies, yep. bunker, whatever. Loudest cunt on the hill. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. 44. You're doing it all day. Is, oh, has he? Apologise, Mr. 44. Well, well, fuck me. Next time I'll make a penalty. <laughs> I'll call a penalty against <laughs> um, You know, th- things like there was a game on the weekend where, you know, Badge missed a trip. Yep. Missed a trip. Yep. Bunker didn't miss it. No. It was replayed four times. Yep. Everyone in that fucking stadium saw it. Yep. But he didn't have the capacity to actually go, oh, fuck, okay, let's actually have a look at that. Yeah. You know? So I think before we start worrying about should the refs send people off or not send people off, let's look at how they feel comfortable on the field. Yeah. From there, I reckon the next step is something akin to what Ricky Stewart said. Not that they should have to front up to media conferences. But if there was some, you know, financial accountability. Yeah, how's fucking Ricky Stewart, though, bitching about the refereeing in a game where he was absolutely kissing oh. the dick and ended up with 13 players on the field at full time? Fuck exactly. off. Fucking whinging cunt. Yeah. Um, so. But this, this, it, it reminds, it, it, the whole thing, it reminds me of, it's basically where any decision making is subjective. Yes. And all and everyone's experience and whatever is, you know, an outlook is different. And it's the same. It's like, it reminds me of like in MMA as well. Like when you've got judging and you've got people, they don't know when to fucking do a 10-8 round versus a 10-9 round. And, and there's just so much subjectivity there. And then like a guy loses a fight or, you know, because of, you know, they, no one's had the balls to actually judge. And so yeah. no one has the balls to be the guy sent. I mean, there's a lot of scrutiny involved in sending someone off. But uh, these guys realise this week that fucking there's a lot yeah. of scrutiny to not sending them off when the whole world thinks they should have been. But, but this is the thing though. Maybe, maybe, just maybe, we accept that the referees are there. They're on the field. They're subject to fatigue as well. They're yep. running yep. for 80 minutes. Yep. Um, some of them wear very high shorts, which is doing yep. something to their circulation. But Possibly. Um, yeah, all of a sudden, halfway through a season, they've started policing play the ball. I hate that fucking seasonal policing of shit. It's like I'm going to do a press release this week. We're cracking down. It's like the cops. Yeah. This week we're cracking down on mobile phone use while you're driving. Yep. And so that's all they're doing. Yeah. And this, this week we're calling, you know, it's, it's holiday time. It's yeah. fucking triple demerits for the fucking speeding. Just drive past them, shooting up. How about enforce the law the whole fucking time? I don't, I don't think they're going to turn you away if you start, you know, <laughs> rob, robbing a flower store at Central Station, for example. <laughs> um, yeah. But, you know, yeah, you... it's always peak policing during those situations. Oh fuck! I tell you what, well done though. They're gonna cop some shit for that. Yeah, well, you dude got blasted. Well, yeah, fuck that. If someone runs at me, and I have something, whatever I have in me is going at him <laughs> or on me. I stab should him, say. Stab him, stab him with your little fucking vapey vape. Whatever. <laughs> um, you know, but. So, so they've decided. Okay, we're going to start policing play the balls. Mm-hmm. Then, then maybe actually start having some some sort of consistency around it. And the same thing at the moment. As soon as a ball comes, or use towards, that focus to develop what the process going forward and what the criteria, yeah. the benchmark is going to be going forward. That's it. And then apply that, con- yep. you know, consistently across the. You know, this is the Do thing you remember here. how fantastic it was where they said that 
if you play on after you're held, mm-hmm. it's not going to be loss of possession anymore. You're just going to actually go, we're just going to stop play and you go back. I hate that school teacherish fucking aspect though. Like yeah. it's like, you know, like a scrum thing. Like, you know, these, these guys, they, they'll, they'll fucking run off the mark and keep going and sometimes they'll get away with it. Yeah. And sometimes I'll get the school teacher, no, 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 back there, back, 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 yep, play. No, 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 I'm, I'm not talking about, you know, playing on the mark. I'm talking about if there's some confusion as to whether yeah. the player was held or not. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, yeah, I know the player keeps playing, not sometimes, that sometimes, No, sometimes, sometimes I think that, no, but that, I don't know what you're talking about. That's a different it's, fucking story entirely. But sometimes, no, but sometimes what you're talking about, sometimes it's like, it's so fucking obvious and they're just taking the piss. Yeah. And it's like, fuck, you know, if you're taking the piss, cunt, penalty you fucking bitch <laughs> you're running off, you've, you've been tackled and you keep going penalty yeah. don't do it I'm not your fucking I'm not your fucking dad I'm going no son go back there, go back there and play it again boy yeah. fuck that no again I, I was happy with that because the, I, I see in the majority of those cases it's just the player didn't hear a call of held yeah, and, it, it, and they're up and going so they stop and bring it back. That's so fucked as well. I mean, there was there was a game on the weekend. I can't remember which one it was. There's like, the ref called held, and I mean, you know, everything's mic'd up now, so you can hear it playing as day. Yep. And he calls held, and after that, another guy enters the tackle, grabs a leg, lifts it up, yeah. and there's 20 seconds of this shit. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> fucking but see, penalty again. This is the sort of thing I think that police them walking off the mark. Yep. And fucking be brutal about that shit. Yeah. Because that that. There's very little room for interpretation in that. Yeah, exactly. And all the whole stepping sideways as well to put yeah, the markers you, not square. You get to yeah. your feet. Yep. You know, or start punishing them. Yep. You know now how if you get up and you play the ball sideways. Yep. Or if you've used the ball to get up. Yep. And you spill it. Yep. It'll always go against you. Yep. Just make that knowledge. But you know, have have the ability to say when a ball comes free. Mm-hmm. As soon because you know when the ball comes free. Yeah. Right. The bunker's already looking at it. Yep. And then by the time the ref gets their place stopped, yep. the bunker said to him, loose carry, or strip. Yeah, yeah, strip, yep. It's pretty fucking simple. The text there. Imagine the frustration that would reduce if they did that. Yeah. Though. Because, I mean, like in origin as well, there's so many... Yep. Ones. Yep. And the amount of times I see a ball come out the front... Yep. And the referee runs from behind after yep. making a call. Yeah. How are you fucking possibly calling what went on there? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's the same thing with these touch judges. They're, they're behind the play. They're, and 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 20 to 30 metres beside it. Well, again, they're, they're not as fast yeah. as the slower centres and wingers in the game. Yeah. And so there's passes going... How the fuck are they going to... Yeah. Fucking nine metres forward. Yeah. And oh. they're trying to keep up. Yeah. So... Yep, I hear. Anyway. Um, the but, last thing, and this I sprung this one on you a little bit because... um. I just totally fucking forgot about it. But Friday this week, the uh, Rugby League Live 4 has been released on consoles. Now, it broke street date in New Zealand, so we've had it for about a week. We have. And played it. We've both got a copy of the game. Now, let, let's let's be official. Okay. We purchased the game. Purchased We were for, not given the game. For 69 Australian dollars. <coughs> plus shipping. Or uh, what does that work out to be? One hundred eighty-five million. Yeah, about three hundred sixty dollars New, New, New Zealand. New Zealand woolies. Yep. It, uh, so look, I, I've played it for a couple of hours, so I mean, I don't feel like I've played it enough. 
to do what you would call a review, but I can certainly give you. I could. I certainly have like you know first impressions and that and that kind of thing. And when it comes to this game, you're going to see reviews, and I just I would just urge you to consider the sources of the reviews and make sure that they've disclosed whether or not they received a copy of the game for free or a download code or whatever because what I'm seeing out there at the moment is there's a very heavy like blogger element who aren't held to any any criteria as far as like professionalism or integrity yeah. or anything like that who've just scored themselves a free you know hundred dollar game and are so giddy with excitement over that <laughs> that they're willing to go in with an angle that's very kind of <coughs> very a very soft touch where they, they skip over the bad stuff yeah. and they try and think of all of these good aspects. Um, the the first thing like the, the the biggest point I can make about this game is that it's a it's a fucking game. So the only criteria a game should have to satisfy is is it fun? The answer? Well, let me tell you, my walls will tell you. Yeah. The amount of times I said cunt <laughs> was far exceeded every episode of this show combined. Yep. And this game is not fun. The, you don't feel like you're in control of stuff in this game all the time. And when a lot of the stuff you do, the, uh, the good stuff you do in this game, like if you sort of make a break and score a try, it feels accidental. Yes. Like it's no different to the to the four tackles before that you that you played, but for some reason this time your guy went through and didn't get tackled. <laughs> yeah. And it, and the flip the flip side is true. I mean, when I played it on like the most difficult level, there's like a a hooker will run from dummy half, exactly as close to your players as they would on rookie level, except because they, it's hard level, tackle. they just run straight through yeah. them, and they, it doesn't matter what you guys do. Yeah. Um, it's just it's and when games. Like when you used to, you know, you play games that have like some sort of element of precision or whatever, or reward for skill and you know that kind of thing. This game doesn't have that. It feels it feels like it's come. It comes down to chance or luck or you know whatever. I mean, um, and then yeah, and then I've seen people like oh, you know, but you can't compare them to EA and you know whatever two K and you know things like that because their budget's so small. Well, fucking get a bigger budget. Yeah. Get a developer who's better at their job because there's, I mean, fuck, if you've got a PlayStation, there's so many games, you know, like the free ones you get on um, on the, the PS Plus monthly and things yeah. like that, that are from individual, the independent studios that don't have much budget and they're fucking great. They are phenomenal. And you know what the main thing is? If they're graphically weaker, that totally makes it up because the gameplay is fucking... Yeah perfection that's it and the mechanics behind it and this is not the case but then they'll go with the, then but when they do all the marketing for the game it's all like oh the fucking realistic players this graphics this blah 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 your your son said to you when you put the game on for the first time he thought there was something wrong with the playstation because the graphics were so fucked right he was worried he was gonna be roused on when i got home because the the game turned up mm-hmm. i ducked around and got the copy yep from you yep um, then I got home, had some work to do. He yep. was at footy training that night. Yep. His mum got him home. He saw... The game there. game there on the counter. Got to chuck it in. And just, as kids do, assume that everything in the world is theirs. Yep. Little fucking leeches. <laughs> <laughs> Whacked it in. Yeah. And then he's done that. You know when your kids come into you, like I was in the office doing some work, 
and he just sort of comes in and just, just wants to talk. <laughs> and you're like, what have you done? <laughs> okay, just bring, it, bring it to a point. You're here yeah, for a reason. That's it. And what you're saying now isn't the reason. What's but, the real reason? But what he was trying to suss out was, you know, am I, am I going to be in there am for I a dead? long time? Yeah. Can he just go and turn the TV and the PlayStation off and deny yeah. that he ever touched it? <laughs> no. um, so I went out there. He thought that something was wrong with the PlayStation. Yep. He thought he had broken... Yeah, the PlayStation and, somehow, and it's funny when you when you got the models of the players and the facial <sighs> stuff. Like the first thing came up, and you know when you you turn it on, and you've got like the like the menu when you want to decide what you're going to do, and there's like a player there on the left hand side of the screen, like massive. Yeah. The first one was there, and I was just like, oh, I don't know who the fuck that is meant to be. I think it was meant to be Cameron Smith. Oh, but really? I don't, I th- cause I think I'm pretty sure it was a Storm player, but I have no fucking idea. It didn't have any identify like. And this is a static screen, yeah. Where the players just said blinking. It could basically be a photo. You could use fucking full yeah. motion video, of like an actual of the fucking guy in front of a green screen, and drop it on there, and it yep. would look. It doesn't have to be dynamic. It's not playing. It doesn't have to do things based on a controller. It just has to yeah. be there, blinking like a fucking idiot. And like there was, and then that 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 player there on the left hand side rotates as you're doing different things. Like once it was Thurston, I knew it was Thurston because he had headgear. Yeah. And there was another time when it was someone else that was had a recognisable something. Like okay, yeah, I know who that is. But a lot of the time, fuck. And the other time when the graphics, you know, apparently, is when the players at the start of a game and the players are sort of running out of the tunnel and coming onto the field. But fuck, man, there's it's some bad. Like, yeah. Now, if you if you're buying this game. For a beautiful graphic experience, don't you? You're not doing it. You, you're not going to get it, man. Yeah, true. Don't. But if you've done that, yep. Fucking, that's on you. Yep. For not looking at anything before you bought the game. Yep. You know, I really wanted to like this game. Mm-hmm. Um, I re- yeah, I've got fucking great memories. We used to go out, and this was original Xbox. I don't even think Xbox 360 days. Yeah. Right, with the the big fucking chunky ass controllers, yeah. Um, we'd go around to a mate's place for Friday night footy, yep. And whatever game was on TV, we'd play, play it again, it. yep. Um, and it became a running joke that every time you got a scrum, if you got a scrum within twenty meters, yep. you would score a try, yep. You know, um, and this is this is so far down the line, like this is I have you know now had children down the line. Yeah, yeah. And it's not that much better. And yeah. that's what's really disappointing. These guys have had this thing for what now? Three releases? Well, this is the fourth of the, the next yeah, gen ones. Yeah, did they have the original it, or... It was the rugby, I mean, rugby... Like, the they had, like, version... Wasn't, like, three and four have been next gen? Yeah. Like, you know, anyway. PS4, uh, Xbox... Um, X-Bone. But there, there really isn't anything redeeming in there for me. And, you know, I did a couple of, you know, um, NRL games. Yep. You know, got in there and, you know, played some Auckland Nines. Yep. And did all that stuff. I basically did a couple of exhibitions and then, like, started a season off. I did a career. Yeah. The career mode makes that little sense to me. In my first season, I was on a contract... For sixty-seven or seventy thousand dollars, and then the next year, after mind you, scoring one hundred and thirty-four tries <laughs> in my debut season, yeah. I was offered a fifty thousand-dollar contract. 
<laughs> so much so that today I saw a car driving down the highway next to me. Yeah. And it had Interest Super yeah. on its doors. Yeah. And I wanted to fucking swerve it off the road. <laughs> um, the, the player creator is really difficult to use. The controls are fucking nonsensical. Yep. When, I, when I'm going through a menu, I want the down button yep. and down on my thumbstick yep. to both go down. Yeah, yeah. I don't want one doing fucking something over here on this other screen and yep. one going here. It's yep. just, it's fucking clunky. Yep. Um, the controls are absolutely useless. Abs- and you'd think now... After- they are, they are improved. They are, they're better than what they were. Yeah, they're better than what like they now were. they got like so you so you can use you know like the the shoulder buttons for left or right direction and then you've got like you know the you know triangle square or whatever to you know, pick a player out. It used to be just like left and right and hold it down for a longer one and you could even press it left and the guy would pass it to the right over the sideline or something and you know I still yeah. did that too. I still passed it over the sideline even as a player there. And look, rugby league is tough to make as a video game. Yeah, you look at NFL, all the actions happening out in front of you. Yeah, you are going to be the quarterback. Generally. Yeah, but I mean, like you know, you've got like your your, your rugby games on EA that you know, no, yeah, uh, almost almost you know, there's a lot of the same you know features. Yeah, there are. I don't know. I'm trying to be gentle, even though we didn't. But yeah, that's. I mean, like I can only go on first impressions. I'm like I can't go in depth. I can't talk about the modes and everything like you were. But I mean, for me, there was a, there were a couple of criteria. Is it fun? No, it's not. Um, I honestly, I I'm, the reason I'm disappointed is because I went in with such low expectations. I was like, ah, oh, fuck it, it's only seventy bucks. Who cares? Uh, and and I thought that no matter you know, at worst case scenario, I'd get out of it like, oh yay, yay rugby league, like it's a rugby league game, so I'm gonna fucking play it. Like there's an iPad that what's that uh, that that iPad game like Rugby League Legends or you know something yeah. like that yeah. and it's like got unlicensed like it's got like you know the teams like you know like Manly and, and West not, and that but not West Tigers and, yeah. and the colours and stuff but they don't yep. have the jerseys yep. they don't have any of the licensed stuff and um, and that game is fucking a hundred times more fun fuck man the amount of hours I've wasted on stick cricket yeah it's <laughs> It's actually it's actually fun and and it's it's not graphics. It's like a top down thing and yeah, here's the thing. you know little ants running around, but it's far. I way don't. More fun. I don't even think online can save this. It can't. Anything where there's okay. chance is just going to people. And, and you know another good way to tell how how good or bad a game is, especially with the controls and how responsive and how much you feel like you're in control of what's happening on the screen, is play it for a couple of hours and how do your hands feel? Yeah. Is your thumb sore? Uh, because you're trying to press it, make it do something and it's not fucking doing it. So you're pressing down that hard. Yeah, you pre- yeah. yeah, yeah. And and this game fails that test. It fails the Yay Rugby League test. It fails the Is It Fun test. And graphically, it's awful. And, there's, and it just feels unpolished because, like, there are things, like, okay, fine, let's not compare it to EA and shit like that for the gameplay. Yeah. And the and the the player models and stuff like that, but let's. I think that any game, the the minimum base fucking comparison for a game, I mean, surely you can compare the, them to EA in terms of like the menus and the navigation and just like basic shit like that. That shit all feels unpolished as well and doesn't make a, you know like doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. Okay. The, the first game I played, <laughs> it gets to half time. And it's got like it comes up with that fucking rectangle with like eight squares in it or something. What the and fuck? it's like it's like and up here is like you click on that and it's like like the statistics for the game or something. Yeah. The thing it should start it should land on is resume game or go but to second half or something like that. Do you know how you get to the second half? You press exit. 
which I didn't want to fucking press on. But you've got to go down to the bottom right-hand corner, like yeah, right-hand corner that thing. But it's not resume, it's yeah. exit. Yeah. It's fucked. But the, the other thing is uh, I gave the 10-year-old yeah. a whack. Yep. You know, I could get whipped cream and write the word rugby league on a piece of dog shit. And he would just be gobble it up, fucking all over that yep. shit. Like, loves anything to do with footy. Yep, this kid. He also does like video games. Um, he got, I reckon, four or five hours mm-hmm. before he was over it. Yep. Right. And and again, I would have been happy enough to drop my hard earned on it. Yep. If he loved it. Yep. If I thought it was absolute rat shit. Yep. You know, but there's three animation animations for scoring a try. Yeah. One of them is you sort of dive and you stick an arm out and then the ball doesn't it disappears sort of within the ground. Yeah. You know? And then <laughs> I just kept doing the same one where you sort of run it around under the sticks and you kinda of put it down and then like always trip forward. Like you they 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 put it down with one hand and while they're running and, and then they kinda of like trip like they're gonna fall over but they don't quite fall over, they catch themselves before they hit face plant. You know, it's a thing that there should be mechanisms there. In no game mm-hmm. of rugby league ever has somebody made a break from a kickoff, mm-hmm. run eighty metres untouched mm-hmm. and then run over the dead ball line. <laughs> you know? In uh, no game of rugby league, I think has, has Marty Tapao made a break five meters out from his own try line and just run a straight line down the middle of the field yeah, under the sticks. It's good. I also did that with Curtis Sirenen. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, there was a time there when my, in, in my first four games, every single point I scored. Well, no, not not conversions, but um, every single try I scored yeah. was George Tafua off fucking kick. You know, he's, he's cleaned up the kick after the end of the, the, the set and I, run the length of field down the left touch line. I haven't tried the coaching. <laughs> yeah, I have not at yet. all. Yep. That's not me. I don't. Yeah. I don't get in for that sort of shit. Yep. If you do that, like on those soccer games, yep. Cool. Maybe that's you. Um, but again, you know, it's like those. You know, my kid sat through all the um, Superman movies, Batman movies. Mm-hmm. Loved every minute of them. Yep. Um, he got twenty minutes through those. Galaxy Guardian fuckheads and we walked out of the cinema because it's just a hot stick. So, no t- so he's got no taste at all then. Well, no, he thought this game was ratchet. So he's an excellent judge. Well, he thought the game was ratchet. But I mean, if you, if you, if you don't, if you, if you can't rate the Guardians of the Galaxy better than uh, any DC's ever done, I mean, you've, you've, you've fucking, you've got problems. Um, Says the, the kicking's okay. The, kick, the, 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 the kicking's okay. Like um, the goal kicking. That's all right, and the kickoffing. That's all. That's all right. Oh, that's fine. I don't mind that system. The kicking on the last and everything. Can, that's, can that's we just better. add? You, you DM me on Twitter and said, "How do you kick off?" Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. it's not. It's not intuitive, no, but, it's, it's, but it's but it's uh, but it's all right. Um, <laughs> Once you do it, but I mean, and I'm yeah. and I think kicking on the last and everything. That's that, that's better than <coughs> that's better than it's been in previous previous games. I think like putting up bombs and stuff. That's better. That oh, I will say that is yeah. as a positive. Um, but oh. It's just for the amount of time. Do not for, buy it for a hundred dollars, and because it's like a local thing, and they can't heavily discount. It. Like you get games from EA and stuff, and six months down the track, you get you get it for like twenty five bucks or something. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, this game, the, even the last version of the game, you'd struggle to get it under sixty bucks or you know See, fifty bucks. My price, money. my price point to this game. Yep, I would say don't pay more than thirty dollars for it. Yep, I'd go uh, maybe, maybe maybe a little higher, but yeah, I'm, I'm you know yeah. I agree with you in principle. Um, Certainly, the seventy dollars we paid is too much, and that's that's less than what you're going to pay, pretty much anyway. Yeah, I, I don't see how online saves it. 
I can't. There's no. Once again, it's random. It's going to cause rage, rage quitting because random I, shit's going to happen. Yep. I don't see it going more than twenty minutes. Like if you've got four or five mates over to watch the footy and you whack yep. it on. Yep. You know the learning curve on it's pretty yep. shit. And then again, rage, rage quitting yeah. because of you know it's unintuitive or you know whatever. Yeah, so. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, I I would uh, it's a, it's a strong a strong no from me. Yeah, strong no from me. A very a, a very sad, disappointed. Do you know no who it's a me? very strong yes from? Who? Andrew Voss, and the fucking new level on his house that's just been constructed. <sighs> yeah, for a couple of hours of voice work. And the yeah, and it's just it's fucking. I mean, I, I understand they probably had to mix it up, or you know, there's obviously people they need to get people to do it. But like Eddie Hemmings in there, it just it just sounds all wrong because they've never. He's well, he's never commentated yeah, it like with Voss in his with, life. With Vo- yeah, exactly. I mean, oh, maybe he has on. I don't know. Fucking. It doesn't. It, it just it doesn't sound right. I mean, considering you got so many like half-tired guys doing it on Fox and stuff, yeah. like ex-players and that. Surely you could have slung a couple of bags of gold their way, and so, you know yeah. uh, they got them to do it. And then it yet it presents like a a real game because that's the other thing. It, you know, it needs to present like a real game on screen. Like a fucking yeah. like you look at Madden and it's like fucking Fox Sports telecast, you know, of a, of a game. Look, when you go and buy a car, you can buy a car for purpose, you can buy mm-hmm. a ute. If you're yep. a fucking builder, you can buy a van if you're a delivery dude. Yep. Um, you know, with games, there's all the different ones you can buy. Mm-hmm. This game is whatever they are, those fucking Great Walls or Cherries or fucking those new Chinese ones. Yep. At the price of a Maserati. Of, yeah basically so yeah so it's unfortunate it doesn't give me any pleasure to 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 say that and i've tried and like i've honestly tried not to like slam too much but i'm i'm playing it at like fucking midnight one night like friday night yeah. last week or something and it was saturday night and i'm just like f- like the fuck the thing you know the one i just remember the thing that fucking got me the most was that offside shit at the markers uh. and like you go yeah you press down l2 and the guy that you've got he'll just run he'll run back and get himself situated in the line and back as far as he needs to and that sort yep. of thing but the two dumb cunts at marker yeah. are fucking split out each side and and the computer never takes advantage of it until the last tackle That's and the they thing. get it, and then they get a repeat set it, it felt like work yeah like i played through a whole fucking two seasons yeah thinking Okay, I'm going to do two seasons, and then I'll get to NRL. Yep. Right? Yep. So I do... So your guys still, like, you know, hanging around the lower grades and... Yeah. Yeah. Right? So I've scored now, I think it's like 180 tries. Yep. And... You're a sensation. You know, I've won the people's choice every year, (laughs) but I'm not getting any more money. Yep. So, again, there's no... Like, if the game was shit... Yep. But the payoff was great... Um, and the other thing is, their work on the cheerleaders is absolutely fucking abysmal. Yeah. The same. Yeah. Three, the same three girls apparently cheer for every club, and, that, that's, and don't wear the right colours. And there's other things like static, like staticky, like I mean, staticky sort of things like in the graphics. I want to talk about the graphics, and like the, they must have spent all their energy on what they think are great, like player face likenesses or something. I don't oh, know. It's bad. But the like, for you- example, they have played a Brookvale Oval, and it pans around. And it kind of looks sort of like it, except the trees are like 
those one-dimensional trees where you can see the edges yeah. on them and the crowds are, are nondescript as always and then the player puts the ball down on the kicking tee like they're going for the kickoff and you think it looks alright the grass looks alright but then the camera shifts up a little bit and you can see that the grass is just on a plane as well these yeah. planes stuck there and oh, it's just yeah, you know, look yeah. I want to tell you what you, people say don't compare this to EA yeah but three four five years ago mm-hmm. EA had the technology in one of their soccer games that you could sit in front of your computer yeah. with a webcam, take a photo of the front of your face yep. and the side of your face, yep. and then they would render you in the game, right? Yeah. And it did a better job... Of looking like the, of looking the thing like it was with, yeah, the person... Yeah. Yeah, so I've done that. Yeah, well, I can't remember what they call that, but yeah, that, and it goes across all ga- EA games. Like, it's, so I remember it's a I did. Game. Yeah. I remember I did it for hockey for for Madden. Okay. And then, but then when I put in NHL, you could do it. You know, when you're do doing the creative play, you, you know, it's like saved online or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. So, the, yeah, the technology's out there. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, and like, and it's it. You know, it might feel bad like you're going on about the graphics and blah blah blah, but they're selling it. That's that's the fucking selling point. Yeah, they're selling it like you know um, these these fucking player likenesses, and you know so if they, if that's what you if that's what your selling point if is, someone comes as to an me, abject failure, then you know you got problems. If someone comes to me and their tagline for anything is, "Look, we don't have a lot of money, so that's why this isn't so good." Yeah, please take that into account and purchase it anyway. Yeah, fuck, you know what? No. Yep. Yep. No. One insult. Four letters. You're a cunt. <laughs> True blue <laughs> games developer. Because I assume there's only one of you. Yeah, it's a uh, big ant. Fucking. And if they want to talk about and they, they want to talk about advancing things, like that doesn't for two years. Because I believe it was 2015 when the last one came out. Yeah. So for two years of work, let's say 18 months, be generous. Not a fuck, not a ton to show for it, in my opinion. Mm. And and it looks like they've just gotten the old game. Yeah. And added new advertising signage to the yeah. grounds. Yeah. So. So um yeah. Shame. Don't, Verdict. Yeah. Get outside and kick an actual football. Yeah. Maybe that's what this game will do. Drive children to actually try the real thing. Yes. Rather than doing the yeah. Yeah, all right. This Week in League is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile's League Live, the ultimate NRL app, but putting the NRL at your fingertips, news scores, TV viewing schedules, match day information, and more. Search for Sportsmate in the App Store or Google Play to download League Live today. Don't forget to follow their uh, Twitter account, Game Day Twitter account, at Live. Uh, we had a tweet from Cody Girdlestone, at Cody Girdlestone, through the week. He said, any chance you have uh, a good stat on players whose passes hit the ground first? And how many is Tim Lafay leading by? <laughs> <laughs> the, the old reverse dummy. Yeah, yeah. That's one for them. I, don't, I didn't see a response to that one yet. So, uh, but that was only a couple of days. So, uh, you got to tweet them during games. That's when they're on and, and around. Yeah. yeah. But fuck, how refreshing is it to have a technology company involved in rugby league <laughs> that doesn't give an app that goes, "Look, we're not the NRL." <laughs> 
we're not so, ESPN. Yeah. So we can't. So please, you know, we don't expect our app to have too much. You know, don't expect too much quality out of us because we're not ESPN. Jesus but, fuck. But yeah. yeah, and you know what? The, and, and the thing is with the League Live app, it, it 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 probably doesn't have as much like you know design polish as like an ESPN app. But you know what? I prefer it. everything fucking works. Yeah, and everything is where it should be. And yep. and you don't have to put these fucking excuses. You, you don't have to make excuses to lower expectations to make yeah. it an acceptable app. Yeah. It just fucking does exactly what it's supposed to do perfectly. Uh-huh. So um, everything is where it should be, including yep. Nathan Cleary up the top. Get them to fucking uh, get them to make a rugby league game. They know what they're doing. Get us to commentate it. <laughs> that would have to. Yeah, that would be like a paid feature, like R eighteen plus. Like you need a credit card. Because you need to prove that you're of age to listen to it. It'd have you know to come I mean? out like on a separate track that you yeah. put on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I like, do remember that game. What was it like? Redneck Rampage back in the day yes. on the PC. And then they had, and it was like you know, uh, like we had one of the bad guys would be like some kind of you know dude in a wife beater, like whatever. He's like, I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you. That's what he would say. And um, and then there was a there was a, a cuss pack or something. Yeah. That was online, and, yeah. you, and, and you could get yeah, that, and you put that on there, and then that that overwrites everything, and it's just like, and yeah, these these there were these like dominatrix women with whips that would try and whip you, and they'd be like, they go, you motherfucker, and the, the guy, and the guy's like, I'm gonna get you, and you'd be like, I'm gonna fuck you, I'm gonna fuck you, and I remember yeah, getting that cast but back, see, I was that, like, this is amazing. That was back in the day, yeah, when you know, my computer just said fuck, yeah. This is the greatest thing I've ever Rise of the Machines. <laughs> Skynet's real. <laughs> oh, yes. And it's got a mouth like a trucker. <laughs> um, do you have any stats you want to talk about? Are we going to these games? Uh, the, just that League Live's 100% better than any shit that came out in Rugby League Live 4. Yeah. What's that? You keep kicking it. Ah, I said... I'm, I wanted to love it. He's dead. Stuff. <laughs> I wanted to love it. Yep. Just let me love you. <laughs> anyway. Yep. Recaps. The Broncos 42 defeated the Bedoggies 12 at Suncorp. Front of a uh, mediocre crowd of under 25,000. Uh, the Broncos 42 had uh, tries to Monga, Kahu, Hunt, Cody, Nikurima, Maguire, and uh, a double to James Roberts. Uh, Kahu, 6 of 7 conversions and a penalty goal. The Doggies 12 points. Tries to uh, Marcelo Montoya. Chase Stanley and uh, Chase Stanley, two of two conversions. Doggy started all right. They did. A um, good eight minutes or whatever it was that they had at the start of the game. Yeah. It is interesting. I've, I've been watching the Broncos down this year and over the, the last couple of years as they've evolved yep. their game. Um, and I went back and had a look at a couple of things that Wayne had done previously with St. George. I skipped his Newcastle era. And what he does is understands, I think, better than most coaches that rugby league is a very simple game. Yep. And if you look at the Broncos, you can see them through a season. You remember when Carmichael Hunt was there and they they were basically the instigators of the sweeping fullback in the back line play. Yep. Out the back. And at the moment, you know, because they're down on troops, because they don't have players in key positions that, yep. that are there, it is really just a case of be more energetic for the team than the opposition for longer. Yep. Defend more aggressively than they do, and you watch them in defence. Yep. They're not necessarily aggressive in coming off their line, 
but they fucking come off their line together. Yep. You know, so do these little things right, and they'll get over the top of most teams. And yep. that's what they did against Canterbury. You know, Canterbury came out and... I feel like with Canterbury, you just got to fucking wait them out. Right? It's <coughs> exactly. Like, you know, they might try and bring it to you at the start because, you know, they're, they're full of energy and, you know, they're indignant because they got poly pumped the week before, but it yep. doesn't take much to... Uh, yeah. doesn't take much to forget that shit. Uh, and, and really, with Canterbury... I want to say the effort's there, and and you've got guys trying their absolute guts out yep. in that team. But like you know, you, you remember the, these great Canterbury teams of the past, and fucking how much would Canterbury fans be wishing for that good week, shit week, good week, shit week? Yeah, yeah. Really <laughs> um, you know when Brett Sherwin, he was a, an okay player. But he had a great boot on him, and that's all they needed. And some fucking eyebrows. That's all I remember. <laughs> he did. He had a sort of crew cut and eyebrows. Yeah, <laughs> it was shifty. He was the guy um, they chose over Jonathan Thurston. Over that's, that, that's the other thing I remember about Brent yes. Sherwin. He's a footnote um, <laughs> in a glorious... Like, premiership? Yeah. yeah, but um, I mean, he's a footnote in a glorious, glorious player in <laughs> Jonathan Thurston. Oh, fuck yeah. But... Um, the, the dogs have no direction at the moment. Yeah. You know, and and the fact that their forwards are collapsing when they did is really worrying. And it's been said everywhere by almost every person except there's Hasler. I have no fucking idea how Aaron Woods and Kieran Foran fix that clusterfuck. How many games do you reckon Foran plays next year for him? Do you reckon he plays more than 12? I was going to say, I reckon he gets double digits, yeah. but I don't think it'll be much more. Yeah, yeah. And and Woods, I mean, fuck, forwards clocking off. Jeez. It's their shit at the moment. And Woods, sure, he puts in while he's on the field, but I mean, at the moment, he's coming, he's playing a club when, when he gets off the field. Just just his work rate alone, Yeah, he's not even doing anything that amazing, but it's still better than what the next guy's doing. That <laughs> Look, here's the thing. I, I said a little while ago with with a lot of forwards these days, I'm, I'm not sure it's that they're lazy. I think they're just, the interchanges are used poorly and they're on the field just that little bit longer than they should be. Yep. But maybe if he gets into a situation where there's 164 others exactly like him, yep. he won't be used as as often during a match and can be a little yep. bit more effective. But, yeah, that's, um, th- there's really not even a shining light you know, I, I was really hopeful. Like, you saw Hopper during um, the representative round. Yeah. You know, you take that dog's jersey off him. Yep, yep. And he was a fucking world beater. Yep. You know, he was leading. But remember, when he, when he came back, though, I mean, like, what was that, oh. what was that first game? He got, like, 300 fucking metres or some <laughs> shit. <laughs> I mean, like, a lot of yeah. his junk, junk, you know, carted back up in You're the open back, space, you know. know. Yeah, fullback stuff. But, but you know, it, yeah, there, there's just no cohesion in the team. They're not even losing together. Like, you look at the Knights. They're losing together Yep. at the moment. You know, they're, they're in everything together, but the, the dogs, I just don't see it. So, um, there's been enough speculation about it, and every second week, Des is going or staying or, or whatever it is. But there's really not a lot of threat. You watch this week; they'll come out and pump Penrith by fifty. <laughs> but 
I think um, I, I think that's past them now too. I think they've even lost that bounce back. Well, you know, surprise, shock the world week. You know. Yeah, look, they had that earlier in the year, and they beat the Broncos. You know. Yeah. And that was a game that they should have lost. Yep. And that was they played tough and they played together and they. Yep. Yep. How this, but. Um, yeah, that, that Brisbane side knew exactly what they needed to do to go in there and beat Canterbury, and they went out and did it. They executed well. Yep. Uh, Devon Head, uh, like all great pub sides, I think Canterbury needs a captain coach if they want to be relevant again. <laughs> uh, life is a thigh day. Uh, the Bulldogs are probably worse than Gus Gould's six-man podcast that Channel 9 always fuck on about. <coughs> right, mate? Oh. Cruzy 6 Dogs done and dusted. Fraud team, fraud coach, fraud rep players. Mm. He's got hashtag... I'm moist. Is anyone else? No. Frankly. Astronauts. Really proud of the Broncos tonight. Five-day turnaround this week. I don't know how they managed. (laughs) Uh, The Roosters 28 defeated the Knights 4 at Allianz. Crowd poultry. Just over 7,000. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's the pub pub slot, of course. But still, I mean, yeah. It was at Allianz. It was right there. You could walk there. Um, The Roosters 28 came from tries to um, Fingers... Kiri, Tupo, Lou, and Watson. Latrell Mitchell, two of three conversions. SST got two of two. The Knights four came from a try to two dads. Yep. And that is it. Ah, oh, you know, that's a good story in that. Yep. A little bit. Got over the line. Also found out what it's like to have a couple of his former teammates running at him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, um, the, this was never, ever, ever going to be the fairy tale. No. I don't think. No. You know, there's been some really good examples of some pretty fucking brutal fuck you games yeah. by people against their former clubs. Yeah. But um, this is the thing, even though he was released from these guys, I mean, it still it never felt like it was... Put it this way. If the Cowboys punted Thurston yep. and the Storm punted Cronk and Smith and they yep. all ended up at Newcastle, yep. they're not having revenge games against <laughs> their former clubs. Um. Yeah, oh, the the Roosters are just you know full of too much pace and class. Like you, you look at guys who have been former Origin reps, yep, and haven't been for years, yep, and all of a sudden start looking like they should be in contention again. <laughs> then, uh, then that really means, yeah, that you're in for a long night. Yep. You know, I think going into the finals, the Roosters forwards are the thing that I would be most happy about. If I was in their corner, you know, Pierce is going to have his ups and downs. He's going to go missing. He's going to have great games. He's going to have you know, all of this stuff. Yep. Their their outside backs are going to be solid. Yep. You know, Mitchell's got the odd brain snap in him and and the odd knock on instead of tackling. Yep. But terrible read. Et yeah. I think the the Roosters forwards, who are, a lot of them are, are pretty undersung, um, they're doing it without their leader as well mm-hmm. like you know he might not be visible or you know um, on all the highlight reels yeah but Corden is a big deal to that forward pack yeah so yeah. so to have him out and to have old heads like Rhea Hargrave stand up and to have Guerra who's been in some pretty poor form yep. um, in his years. last last year at the club yep. to stand up I think heading into the finals that's that's a really good place for them to be the rest of the guys can can pick up their form, yep. but their forwards are going very well at the moment. Yep. Uh, Bud Smoko tweet, uh, yeah, Dane Gagai's hair looks like Nagama just stepped out of the shower. <laughs> There's a lot of, a lot of, a lot of Dane Gagai love and uh, I'll have to go, I'll have to go into uh, 
to Beer Boys uh, tweet. I couldn't find it in time this week, but he's did send us something like I think he was even sent us a thirteen. You know, talking about like a lady boy, a beautiful lady boy. 13. That's right, yeah. And uh, I just I just couldn't get to it when I was uh, putting it together this week. We're running a little bit late. Um, the Sharkies twenty sixth event. Uh, then this game, this Friday game, like I was kicking off a fucking sale on the biggest sales day of the year for me so I, I didn't see much of that game at all it was on my phone on my desk while I was getting fucking assaulted um, Cronulla Sharks 26 to feed the Rabbitohs 12 uh, down there at Reclaim Australia Stadium uh, crowd just over 12,000 the Sharks 26 uh, tries to Graham Brown Beal and Lutelli Maloney, four of four conversions and one penalty goal. The Rabbitohs, 12, came from tries to Braden Burns, John Sutton, and uh, Reynolds, a couple of conversions. Mm. You, you look at Cronulla all year, and yep. they've had, at the beginning of the year, it was, oh, you know, yeah, we're, we're winning, it's ugly, but we're finding a way to win. Yep. Um, they've never really gotten out of that gear. I don't think they've really come out and been... We are the fucking scary Cronulla Sharks that won 147 games straight last year. Yep. And put out a poster about us beating Newcastle. And and you look at this one again. Yep. They completed it well under 80%. Yep. They were fairly, you know, um, undisciplined in their tackles. You know, they're, they're missing close to 40 tackles a match. Yep. Souths aren't going to you know, trouble you with a, the whole lot of offensive pizzazz. Um, they're mainly going to try and bash up the middle and, yep. and run around. But you have know, brief periods where they rally and exactly. Yeah. You know, to their credit, though, you, you know, Cronulla absolutely dominated them in the middle. They yep. made sixteen hundred and thirty-nine meters to the, the Rabbits twelve hundred, and that's going to be their mo. Yep. The, the minute the opponent lets down the guard, then set, then. The sharks and get up and run harder and make ground and and do that. But again, coming to the business end of the season, that thirty-eight missed tackles and ten errors yep. would be where my concern is. And again, they've been unfortunate with injuries as well. Seguiaro's just come back, and he's obviously trying to find his place within the team. Um, Twenty-six to twelve in over the rabbits. Bit of a cost with Maloney. Mm-hmm. Out for a couple. Out for of couple yep. Yeah. So. Um, I'm I'm not sure that the Sharks are sitting where where they thought they would be for one, uh, or where they would like to be on the ladder, heading into the finals. And they're re- they're I think they're reasonably well placed though for the run. They, look, they're sitting they're sitting in the top four. Yep. But at this stage of the year, I think they would have expected that they would be at worst sitting second to the storm. Yep. But uh, yeah. Still it's pretty congested in there. Yep. Uh, ben Dunn, 43. I'd like to. I'd, I'd offer to deliver a bag of dicks to South fans, but we know they don't have homes. That's a terrible stereotype. Solzy04 said, Is it disrespectful or more respectful for rabbits to eat a bag of vag on women in league round? Hashtag real talk. Hashtag real questions. Would it be a bag of vag? I see. I see. Or, or what? A well, bucket? Well, if, okay, so dicks go in things. And you have a bag of dicks. Mm-hmm. Would you not have a stick of vag? No. Like a Pluto pup. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! The visual. Battered vag. Panthers twenty-four <laughs> to feed the Gold Coast sixteen. <sighs> down at uh, down at Neverland. That's not a huge fan of that. <laughs> You'll find it later in the show. 
Why is that? <laughs> just it's because it's because of the dual the dual meaning. I mean, like I love the you know you got the Captain Hook and you know the, yeah, the Captain young... Hook. You got the young boy that never grows up. Yeah, but then you got like you know Michael Jackson. Well, that's Neverland Ranch. And the young boy and the young boy that that never is the same <laughs> ever again. <laughs> The young boy that that, that that never sits down without wincing. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Panthers twenty four. <laughs> a double to Blake. Uh, Moylan uh, DWZ also tries. Cleary three or four conversions and a penalty goal. The Titans sixteen with uh, Hayne Roberts and Don scoring a tries and uh, Roberts two or three conversions. Mm. This yeah. was a, this was a, a template. Recent Panthers game though, where just just hard work. It's just hard work. Yeah. And then Moylan's off. Is it? Is there any way we can make this difficult for ourselves? It's yeah. And then you remove the difficulty. Like ah. Oh, you I, take the engine governor off. I have issues playing Moylan when he's not one hundred percent. If I were. Penrith fan, I'd have issues playing Moylan at any stage at this point because Cleary is clearly the man in this side, clearly, and he's a dominant half. And I don't know if he's starstruck or whatever, but he feels that he has to defer to Matt Moylan, and it's not and it's not good for the team when he does. No, Moylan needs to step the fuck back it's or not. do the honourable thing, like you retire or something like that. I don't think it's too harsh to say. To allow Cleary to to progress this team, and uh, imagine imagine if Cleary had of you know had this ability to you know from from you'd be undefeated on top of the ladder, premiership oh, yeah. certainties. Yeah, exactly. And then here comes Matt Moylan. Maddie don't want to win Moylan. You're sort of ignoring the fact. Maddie inject myself into the team and fuck him up, Moylan. Tamari Martin was there for the <laughs> most of the year. Yeah, fucking everybody. Himself into something yeah. else. And he's injected himself too. Yeah. Um, but this is where, and and I know that that the hook bashing is easy. Mm-hmm. Um. However, if you are involved with a group of young men almost every day of their life yep and you are too fucking stupid to see a power dynamic yeah yeah within the two of them yep and then to have which would it, manifest on the training paddock as well for sure fucking oath it yeah. would then to have it confirmed when Cleary demolished the Warriors yep, yep. To then not have, and you know, their skills are not, it's not like they're exactly the same. It's not like they both have this great boot, so they're both calling for the ball on the fifth. Yep. It it is very clear who should be doing what in that football side. Yep. And there is a way, there there is a way (laughs) to make them coexist, I I believe. You you, you look at the, the great premiership winning teams. Yep. And there has been the yin to the yang. Mm-hmm. You know, well, the chin to the yang in this instance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, you, you look at Manly's great years. Yep. Even lately, you yep. had DCE and Foran. Yep. Who were very different in their play styles. Yep. You know, but complemented each other. Yep. You know, you look at 
the fucking Queensland State of Origin team. You got not not one or two, but four. Yeah. Probably the most dominant players to play the game. Yep. You know? And they yeah, find a way to, to know their role, let the other guy do his thing when time exactly. falls upon him. Yep. Yep. You know, and, and that comes with time and playing together. Yep. And their coach not being a cunt. But Yeah, but they had Mel Meningra's coach and like, you know. I'm 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 a massive fan of Mel. <laughs> I'm a massive Mel Meninga fan. He is one of the smartest men I've ever met. What's the punchline here? No, honestly. <laughs> um, I'll, give, I'll give a shout out to my uncle. Yeah. Who to this day holds that Mel Meninga is a fucking horrible cheat playing Euchre. <laughs> you know, we'll be sitting there and all of a sudden start to, oh, I need to go to Bunnings and buy a spade. Yes, I'm going to buy a spade at Bunnings. <laughs> um, yeah, so. But That's that cunt too, by the way. Oh, Mel. <laughs> remember when he was living at, uh, fucking, I can't remember what it was, but um, I remember the, the school kids, they'd be walking home from school and they'd, be like, and they'd see him and they'd be excited because it's in his playing days and they're like, yeah, you know, yeah. hey, Mel. And he's in his front yard, and he and he's and he's his his, his reply wouldn't be like you know, oh g'day kids, how you going, blah blah blah, you know, like he'd be like a, it's Malcolm or Mister Meninga to you. <laughs> That's his response. You know what? If he was trying to put a bit of fucking, you know, <laughs> respect, <laughs> well, he should have fucking dedicated his time to putting some respect in his fucking brother. <laughs> yeah, true. Murderous little cunt. <laughs> but um, <laughs> you know, first half was. Was a a nice little wrestle, and and I honestly thought the Titans had the the better run, yeah, in that first half. But then all of a sudden, you get out of the second half. Blake, Moylan, DWZ, future immortals of the game all. Moylan Moylan broke open the game in two ways. <laughs> yeah, he got. <laughs> Got the, got the intercept and then pulled up tight. And look, he, and got, the, got the fuck out of the... Uh, to clear his way. Matt Moylan <laughs> can throw a fucking intercept pass. Yeah. Can throw one. Um, you know, he, he's not quite at Brett Kamali level yet. No, but I mean, I don't think anyone will really touch that. I don't know what the sad of passing is. Kamali's wife for his state of origin appearances. <laughs> Damn, son. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But... There's got to be some blowback on that. Oh, yeah. That's cold as ice. Um, it was a bit disappointing from the Titans. And, you know, look, I'm obviously very, very happy with the result. But they had us up the middle of the park. Yeah. You know, you've got you guys like James, and it was tough for them losing Connie. But, you know, Proctor out of centre <laughs> didn't disgrace himself. <laughs> you know, he's, <laughs> he's, he's about the size of some some centres out there but, yep. but they had us up the middle of the park and then once it became apparent that Cleary was starting to run our show it's almost like Dash Taylor needed to to prove that he actually was the rookie of the year even yep. though he played a full season and Cleary only played like two games last year mm. making him ineligible so Ash Taylor shall forever be known as the uh, rookie of the year by default Asterisk. And this game showed it. So, Penrith's undefeated right. run continues towards Premiership glory. Hammers, our season ended when we couldn't play Cronulla every second week. <laughs> <laughs> Shana 86, this is a sweet spot for the Panthers. Edge of the eight, scrapping to stop it from becoming mathematical. Because fuck math, say. <laughs> <laughs> 
Melbourne Storm 20 defeat Canberra Ace 14 oh. in a controversial game of the round down there in Canberra and Canberra in front of just over 14,000 hardy souls. Um, Saturday, uh, late Saturday afternoon, uh, the Storm had a double to Finucane and uh, Will Chambers also with a try. Cameron Smith and Munster with a conversion apiece and uh, also with a penalty goal apiece. Uh, the Raiders 14 came from a double to Aiden Caesar and a try to Nick Kotrick. Uh, Croker one of two conversions. Yeah, um, good old Ricky had a nice little spray after the match. You know, we talked about earlier. I'm not really sure that the refs had had much to do with it at all. Um, you know, Billy Slade is a fantastic player. Yeah. But you know, Melbourne Storm made the grand final last year without him. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're fortunate enough, and they they're well drilled enough that okay, well, fuck our state of origin playing half now just ducks back to fullback and yep. you know, we prevail so um, Melbourne are just doing their, their Melbourne thing very well there's a, a couple of things that that say to me that Kronk's not 100% and I don't know whether he's carrying an injury or whether his head's starting to drift to that, that end of season when he says he'll be leaving carrying regret and Rag rats, <laughs> but there's some uncharacteristic play from him putting balls dead where he normally, you know, wouldn't from from close in or yep. or passes going to ground or or just picking the wrong player in the line yep. to to send on a run. But the the fortunate thing for him is that he's got enough class around him um, that that he can afford to have little dips in form. Um, Canberra, I think, I think had a, a really good opportunity out here to, to come, and even though you would say mathematically they're almost out of the running, um, to really get in and and show the Canberra faithful that you know we're we're not gone. Yep. And what they were doing at the end of last year was just on the back of some energetic football. Yep. You know, I I think they they're probably missing. A couple of key leaders on the field. I think Papali can step up and do a better job. I still reckon they're fucked on the field. Like there's, there's still tension. Yeah, yeah. It's not a, it's not a, it's not a happy squad. No, and it's not a happy can, squad. You at all. can really see, uh, and obviously, you know, there's, there's unhappiness and lack of morale that comes with losing. And yeah, I get that, but uh, you know, we've seen, we've seen the whole BJ thing, and I don't feel like that is resolved, to be honest. No, and whether that's infected anyone else. Or any, you know anything else is going on? I'm not sure. We'll never know. But uh, we won't. But people will hypothesise about yeah, it at yeah. the end of time. Yeah. Um, it would almost be better, I think, and to to cut one of them because you're going to end up with those little factions in there, and BJ yeah. and Rapana are going to be yeah are going to be there yeah, and then Canberra ends up with the Ferguson and and Dugan thing yeah all over that. again yeah and even though those two are good for a lot of points for that team. Um, I, Canberra's always suffered from doing the right thing, though. Yeah, they have. They like the Carnies and Dugan. They've, I mean, yeah. the, the players that they've let go. Oh, look, and these guys aren't you know, going out and making cunts of themselves in the general public. No. But, you know, yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. Do you move Austin on? Yeah, I don't know. Is he starting to get to, to potential stage? 
don't know. I don't know. It seems like a drastic step. That's tough because he's the yeah. nice bloke. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, he's he's but, on the on the field. Like, I, like I get, I get what BJ is saying. I get that he did that. He, you know that that example that we've seen on on yep. uh, on on Twitter, where he calls him a selfish cunt or whatever. Yep. We've, I mean, yeah, you can see the lead up, and I mean, yeah, you know, the, the, they did get the try, but it was like a an arsey down the line, put the ball down thing from dummy half by BJ. Very lucky. When when it could have been, if it had a pass, that he would have been straight through <laughs> ten meters in from the right touch line and, and potentially yeah. carted around further in. That's it. And you know, but you know, Blake got in the white line fever and went for it and failed. I get that. I get it. I mean, that was a wrong option, but the fact the way he reacted means it wasn't just that wrong option. It was like an ongoing, you know, blah blah. blah. Yeah. But um. But yeah, you're right. I mean, like everything you hear about Blake Austin off the field is what a fucking champion he is. Yep. Everything you hear, well, not everything you hear, but everything that we know, published and publicised yeah. about BJ through two clubs previous to this one, is he's, he's, he's just an absolute people, fucking. People cunt. love a story where yep. there is a very clear good guy and bad guy. Yeah, or yep. good guy and not good guy. He doesn't even have to be a bad guy. Yeah, yeah. You know? um, still, yeah. I, look, I think that the little spat's an issue, but I think when your forwards and your hooker are down on the form they had at the end of last year, yep, it's tough. Hooker way, you know, especially so way I think. down. Yep. Wayne Bennett maybe has fucked him because <laughs> he played for England. Yep, yep. But. You know, it's last year again. He was energetic. Mm-hmm. He was almost in that sort of Isaac Luke when Souths were making their premiership run sort of vein, yeah. where where everything he touched was just yeah. gold. Yep. And even last year when they had Baptiste come on and, and replace him, Baptiste will get out there and just nail teams for a couple of minutes, keep yep. the intensity up. So. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, not not crisis stations in Canberra. It's not unfixable, but it's, it is this year though. It'll go, yeah, it'll They're go done. down. And it's probably a wasted yeah. season. Yeah, yeah, and obviously, you know, we had the, the the situation where the Raiders kind of you know made a run to get you know get back into it a little bit uh, after the the KOing of Billy Slater and you know Cameron yeah. Smith was off at that stage as well. Uh, you know, what better time than to try and make a comeback? You know, against the Melbourne Storm when you take yep. those two guys off the field. They didn't make a run, uh, but the Storm. Muscled up and finished the game. Yeah, yeah, and they, they did well considering you know the emotion around you know obviously when a when a, a beloved player you know, gets gets knocked out and you know the guy isn't sent off and there's you know puts a lot of feeling in it. But once again the the uh, like the emotionless you know android fucking <laughs> side you know again, just got down to business. Like I said earlier, there is only room for so much conscious thought. Yeah. And this is true for almost anything you're doing, especially in, in team physical sport. Yep. If you can take away decision-making and make it as automatic as you possibly can, that's an edge. And Melbourne do that very, very well. Yep. Okay, uh, Paul Mac underscore 78. Good to see that Bryce Cartwright has been inspiring other second roles like Sia Soliola. <laughs> Hashtag coat hanger. You, Six, don't, you don't got to explain your jokes, sir. 673rd. Trimester. <laughs> Mitch the Geo. I watched Billy Slater instantly fall asleep at least at least six times. I'm not sure I would have called the penalty. <laughs> the Curse Chapo. You could say karma finally caught up with Billy Slater tonight. Fair to say Billy Slater, not a beloved uh player outside of Queensland slash the Storm fan bases. I yeah. 
I don't even want to say. Yeah, look, I mean, yeah, he's he's done plenty of stuff to Manly. I mean, he was involved in knocking Brett Stewart out of the 2007 Grand Final. Uh, the first try that Robbo scored yeah. in the 2008 Grand Final, he slid in like a like one of the worst fucking yeah. baseball sliding into home base oh, tags up. I'll you tell know, you what, Billy, Billy Slater broke Wolfman's neck. Uh, Billy Slater is yeah. good at hiding his grubbiness. Oh, very much so. If he played 20 years ago, he would have. He'd have killed a man. That or he would have been knocked out off the ball a yeah. couple of times. Well, he probably would have been, uh, but I mean, there would have been those times as well when he's in a tackle and, you know, he's, he's unscrewed a fucking tag and slit a guy's throat with it and screwed <laughs> it back in. <laughs> and, and then walked away with his hands up like, what? Fucking James Bond? <laughs> Jesus, I was say, he downloads Sneaky Murderous um, on the field. Yeah. Oh, he yeah, is a no, no good man. <laughs> Look, you, you don't. He can really rock it like a magicist. <laughs> <laughs> Billy, oh, that's the other thing. Yeah, I tried to make a Wesley Willis character in Rugby League Live Four. Okay, fucking couldn't do it. Well, you couldn't get you couldn't get like couldn't fat, get right. fat enough black dude. No. Oh, well, that's a shame. No fucking paranoid schizophrenia option. Yep. Yep. No headbutt. Fell down a rabbit hole watching fucking Wesley Willis documentaries yeah, the other fuck. night after that. After we did that, like the next day after we did that uh, show. <laughs> This is good stuff. He's an interesting dude. Was an interesting dude. Leroy Brown, 1978. 18 years I've been watching Rugby League, and this is the worst refereeing display I've ever seen. He didn't watch a... Uh, didn't watch the Man of a couple of weeks before. Brisbane and the Gold Coast last year. <laughs> the Cowboys, 24, defeat the Warriors, 12, up there at 1,300 teeth. And uh, this one, the Cowboys, 24 points, came from tries to O'Neill, low and a double to Bowen, uh, low three or four conversions, and a penalty goal. The Warriors, 12, came tries to Bunty Afoa who has a great name, Simon Mannering and uh, Luke, two of two conversions. How much is Ethan Lowe fast becoming a bit of a cult hero? I, like, I love the like fact that was. he's so good at kicking goals. Yeah. And, you know, even the one that fucking killed Penrith a couple of yeah. weeks ago. I am fucking that guy. Every time, the first time in a game when he goes to line up a goal, it always feels like... This guy can't kick, but he's fucking got a great record. He certainly does. He's not Cleary-esque yet, but, you know, getting in and uh, and taking over from JT, who could probably kick a goal from behind the posts. Yep. If he, if he really well, needed you know, to. Well, we've seen, you know, we've seen him do the, the trick shot from the from the corner post. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. They were great. Um, Cowboys continue on their roll. You know, they're, they're they're a proper team now. I mean, yeah. like this this whole Cowboys without Thurston, it's been a thing, and it's been a thing for years. But yep. the, the, finally, like Morgan stepped up to this level of uh, of team ownership that we've never seen before. Obviously, Tamari Martin has uh, is, has come in and you know plugged the gap admirably. Yeah. Uh, in terms of complimenting him, and just overall, the team is they've I think they've mentally it's it, I mean it's taken some time this year even. But they've mentally overcome the we don't have JT syndrome. Yes, and to to the point where they're a team that's I don't know if they'll win, but they're fucking you know they're they're capable of going past the first week of finals, oh, if yeah. not further. Um, and you know, again, much like the the Broncos are doing, and but probably in a, a more structured way, the Cowboys just do the simple things very well. Their forward yep. their forwards get out there every game and. Tom is just going from strength to strength. Yep. Uh, I'd, I'd almost like to see him used less in the middle. 
Like it's almost as if they're like, okay, well, well, we don't have Matt Scott there now. Yeah. You need to be plugging that role. Yeah. Um, can, you know, can you imagine him running it five eighths and halves all night? Like if that's yeah. all he did. Yeah. Yeah. It, it'd be like you know, fucking eighty-five nil after <laughs> ten minutes if they played Parramatta. Um, but it seems that the the team are there together and even these young guys that have come through into the team this year they've grown up a little bit yep you know Hess is a rep player now yep he's not the the young next big thing yep he's in there and he's doing a job yep. and, and he knows what's expected of him um I said this last week Cowboys are my dark horse to go all the yeah. way to Grand Final yeah I still, I still don't believe that much but uh you know they've they've overcome they've they've overcome the you know without thirst and fall in a hole mm-hmm. uh you know gone for the season watch us steadily fall down the ladder <laughs> you know that sort of thing so um and you know that's and that's something i mean it also prepares them nicely for life yep. after thurston as well with all yeah, the 100%. guys in there at the moment you know with many years ahead in their careers mm-hmm. uh cavernous hope but just like i thought too much weight work not enough speed <laughs> these hashtags explaining the jokes they're not necessary guys we get them we're not referential retards um at 16th place. Watching the Warriors play in the last 10 minutes is like playing the newest rugby league video game. It's shit. <laughs> Just the last 10 minutes, huh? Well, you know, if, if you look at this match, possession was basically split down the middle. Yep. Completion was within a couple of percentage points either side of 80% yep. for both sides. They had just on 30 opportunities each. Yep. And the Cowboys scored double the points. Yep. So, yeah, exactly. It was a good game, though. Well, it wasn't a good game. One of the worst games we've seen all season, I think. The uh, St. George Illawarra Dragons, 52, defeat the Mighty Manly Seagulls, 22, down at win in front of a, a decent crowd of just under 17,000, to be honest. Uh, the Dragons had double to Nightingale. Uh, Widdop, Lafay, uh, double to Aitken, Host, Vaughan, and Dufty with tries. Uh, Widdop, eight of nine conversions. Kicking T ably brought out by his little fella. Uh, Manly tries to Walker, Lussick, Jakey T and uh, Uate Pate and uh, with conversion spread around with uh, Walker getting one, uh, DCE grabbing one and Hastings grabbing one. What a weird fucking game this was. The first half, the Dragons scored tries off like arse and, and, and good fortune intercepts and just arse in general. Um giving them a fairly unrepresentative but you know, deserved lead, but you know, far more exaggerated than it should have been given the quality of play. And then the second and then the second half we get a scuffle. We get fucking dumb cunt Maximus throwing a punch in this day and age. When's the last time someone's throw like they've learned their lesson pretty fucking well since the whole punch thing. You know, they Players generally seem to be able to restrain themselves from doing the dumb if, thing. If you want to throw a punch in this day and age, yep. you need to be set up in a way that you called it and said, "Radio, I'm going to go in and punch Billy Slater in the face. Yep. You would need six teammates mm-hmm. to go with you. You would all need to sort of envelop the, the player. The old human shield. That's it, yep. around him, 300 style. Yep. Pull Billy to the ground yep. and then get a couple in. Yeah. So, or you can do the Darcy last thing option is go. I'm going to square up first just to make sure everyone's paying attention, and then I'm just going to fucking throw one. Um, but <laughs> stunningly, it caused Manly to 
basically spend a period of about five, six to eight minutes without the bo- without losing the ball uh, from their possession Damn. once and throwing on twenty or two points in like fucking no time flat. And I mean that game was it was game on again. And then Lussick came back on and they went back to the story. So Lussick, um, cancer mate, <laughs> cancer to, to the point that I said on Twitter at the time like Hastings he came back on. It was it was like thirty nil, and then he gets Simbin. It gets the 30-22. Hastings is lining up the conversion to make it 30-24. Lussie comes back on and he misses that conversion. Like, literally literally an absolute point vortex. And then the Dragons went on to um, grab a few late to uh, re- restore their margin again. Aye. But the lesson in this is, if you're a Manly supporter and you're like one of the conciliatory types that that feel like that you've moved on from the Tuvi thing and, you know, it's some kind of uh, badge of honour that you've moved on from Tuvi and, oh, wow, Trent Barrett's a great coach. Fuck, take this game. I don't know, man. We'd- Give it a few pumps and suck it deep because... We, we rested Moylan, Merrin and Cartwright. <laughs> and this, ga- this, this game, it proves what a shit coach is. The word come out... Well, I mean, this is released from the official social media... Here's the final team list: BJ and and uh, and and Blake you know, and Appy. You know, Appy, I think they might have conceded Appy was an injury. I'm not sure. I can't remember. Yeah, Appy was injured. But definitely BJ and Blake were rested. Yeah. Now, when you when you put out an an official message from a team that you're resting players, it's it 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 has two effects. One, it tells your team that this game is a game to be overlooked. Uh, the your opponent doesn't deserve is, is not deserving of uh, respect as a real opponent because you're resting players, and then it tells your opponent that who is struggling, you know, to maintain, you know, a position in the top eight after sliding yeah. down and having teams coming up from the you know the positions under eighth, you know, putting pressure on. It tells them well they don't respect us at all. Um, the desperate at a ground where they usually win um, against against Manly, yeah. and just. Well, let's look at the two times. And then afterwards, you come out and go, oh, yeah, but they were injured and everything. Well, you know what? There's there's fucking nothing wrong with calling them injuries. People do it all the time. Let's look at the two times players have been rested this year. Yep. One of them was a storm. Yep. In a grand final replay. Against Cronulla. Yep. With Cooper Cronk. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, he might have needed a rest. There might have been a little bit of coaching psycho warfare in there. Yep. But But that fucking storm team was prepared. Mm Mm-hmm. To go in there, they knew that he was not playing at any, you know, at yeah. any sort of stage. It wasn't like a late so. thing. Um, and so what? And, and in resting green, it just showed how important he was because it was just like two thousand and was it two thousand sixteen? Yep. Mainly where DCE was the only guy that was doing anything, so it was easy just focus everything on DCE and make sure. it so that he can't do anything because shut, then shut nothing, down and, you shut and, and nothing, and nothing's yep. going to happen. And That's you didn't it. have like Appy a dummy half, you know, do, you know, doing his thing. And so basically, it just and it was. I think it was a great lesson for for Barrett. And um, yeah, and yeah, you know, and then it comes out afterwards. You know, okay, so they needed rest because. Because like I think Green had a cork and you know calf or his thigh or something like that, and and BJ had something you know they're good now, but they needed a week, yep. and that's and that's fine. Just you know say they're injured because I feel that this team, it's like a it's a young team. They clock on and off in you know within games, and so things like this clock them off for almost an entire game. Yeah, and uh, it was. It was pleasing, you know, they, when they they actually scored their tries, you know, you know, predominantly through football, and you know there wasn't a lot of luck to them. It was just, you know, they were actually you know, 
for some reason got their tails up and yeah. just you know started piling on tries. Yeah, look, but um, once the Dragons came back into it, they were scoring football tries. Yeah, pretty, it was a little towards the towards the end, towards young, some uh, some garbage some garbage time. Young Aitken as well. Yeah, yeah first, just come. He's only back. just come back, and yeah, and then he's fucked himself again. Like, was he? What did he do this time? Was a shoulder or something? Like, yeah, just ground of the ball, yeah, trying to slide in. Yeah, just yeah, not good. Fuck. Now, such a good player for him too, and you know, such an important player when they when they go through their periods of not being able to score points. Yeah, that's he's it. such a key guy. Yeah, uh, and um, but I think yeah, Whittle was was on song. He's obviously he was great. Yeah, he was. I mean, yeah, yeah he, he was perfect. But uh, and, and he needs to be. He needs yeah. to be first half of the season quality yeah. for St George to go in. And the other thing is, and I don't, I haven't been following the match review thing, so I don't think it's anything's happened over it. But like Lussick had to go, no doubt about it. Don't yep. get me wrong. But fucking, was it was it Debellin? Threw a yeah. fucking elbow yeah. and landed an elbow, yeah. and that's what kicked it. I mean, that's what kicked it off. Like Lussick was coming at him, but he's throwing the elbow first and hit him, and then Lussick's punched him. Does and an then elbow also, count as a punch? Well, I mean, like you know, if you can't spent, strike if, with an outstretched. If you've spent any, if you've spent any any time around martial arts, an elbow is far worse. Than a punch. Yeah, we're not talking about common sense. We're talking yeah. about NRL. Here. Yeah, and um, and well, yeah, it's funny. It's like almost like the uh, he had the ball, like you know, he, that was the arm that he had the ball with. So he's like, you know, just swung that. It's like the AFL thing. Oh, you can punch someone. You can't punch someone. But if you're gripping the collar of their jersey and then punch them while you still got their collar in it's your hand, that's not a punch. That's just like a push that got out of control. Um, you know, a push that got out, a little bit out of hand. But uh, and yeah. then and then Widdop Widdop threw an uppercut too in that whole melee too. So yeah. so if we were being serious, and I don't think it would have you know I don't think the game should have been decided by that or anything. But Look, that should have been ten minutes with you know eleven play twelve. You you losing Lussick and them losing Widdop are vastly different propositions for either team. Twenty two nil without Lussick on the field, mate. I don't know what you're talking about. I think I think they should have sent Lussick off. Manly would have won that game sixty to thirty. <laughs> Um, oh yeah, but unstoppable without Lusk on the field, the and other- he's been dropped this week. So Barrett obviously concedes that as a fact as well, and put the ever dependable Lewis Brown back in the side. But but the beautiful thing is, hopefully we'll see this week because it's a big game week. But it's it's either going to be like you know the loss they had to have in the sense of like you know just to snap them out of any complacency yeah. they may have ever developed um yeah reading your own headlines <laughs> blah 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 but um I, th- I think you guys are the anti canberra this year the anti canberra well, look on the ladder yeah you're about where I think you know canberra probably should have been and canberra probably canberra was supposed to, I mean you've got to remember back in star season canberra's like more like you know third you know, yeah that sort of thing uh, it suits my narrative, so... Yeah. They should have been sixth. <laughs> That's exactly but, right. You know, they've dropped a couple of games over Origin. Yeah. You know, because fucking <coughs> BJ and Blake yep. should have been selected. Yeah, yeah. Or one of them, just to get them out of each other's fucking sight. Yeah, exactly. So, um, in, in terms of a season, you'd have to count this one as a success. Oh, of course. There, there's been some speed bumps and there's been some oh, of lessons. course. People, people talking about Spoon, you know, ignorant fucking... Yeah. Yeah, but so. the, the the thing the thing is like, and I don't mind about you know, the the resting and then a loss at the end of it. But the thing is, when you have like a big loss for a team that I've maintained over the season <coughs> has not been powered by coaching, that but instead of being powered by like you know camaraderie and just like youthful, you know, yeah, exuberance and stuff like that, yeah. um, with a young squad, losses like that can fuck your entire, you know, that can, you know, if you, if you if you're playing on confidence and, and camaraderie and things like that. 
you know, a big loss could fuck that real quick. Yeah. You know, especially when they this is as I've said before, this is a side that has proven that they like to you know they can drift in and out of games. So I mean, fuck, you know, I think you can. I think that they um mentally, you know, they're not the storm, and uh, therefore you don't rest <laughs> rest players or say you've rested players. Yeah. Um, the uh, the real Jedi. I hope Supercoach TB signed his dogs contract before his team let fifty in. That was a funny rumor going on, like around about Fuck what day yeah. is it today? Wednesday. So it'll be Monday. Monday. Trent Barrett's so, going to coach. And they're talking about it's going to be a straight swap. These fucking pundits on Twitter, who I'm not going to name, but some of them have you know worked as journalists in, in publications. Some of the shit they fling. Where yeah. is it fucking? And there's no repercussions. Like people don't fucking people don't don't keep a log of scoops and how many of them were actually true and stuff no they don't they fucking should though because I mean my goodness there's some dumb yeah, <laughs> dumb fucking right. shit but uh, I mean that one like a straight swap Barrett for, for Desi Look, here's like, the thing Twitter is basically one of those tipping scams did you used to get those? no they used to do it by mail then it ended up by email what's that? they'd get the NRL round okay right and they'd go we are a tipping agency okay um, our service is 250 bucks a year. Okay. And we're going to give you Oh, and they're going to give, give you... Yeah, okay. Right? Yeah, yep. Here's a free pick. This, touts. This, this weekend, Warriors are a sure thing. Yep. Right? So they send out a million letters saying Warriors, then they send out a million letters saying Sharks. Yep. And then they go, well, look and at us. And out of who wins, yep. right, next week, anyone that loses, yep. never hear from them again. The ones that win, they send him another letter the next week and go, look, we gave you a free winner last week. Yep. We're going to give you one more free winner this week just to show you that our service is good. <laughs> By the way, full package is 250 bucks a year. Yep. yep. Eight tips around. Yep. Then they send out, you know, half sending roosters and half saying Queensland. Yep. And they'll basically whittle it down and down and down and down and down <laughs> until they're saying to people, we've given you fucking 12 winners in a row. <laughs> Nothing. So, yeah, it's, uh, that that's basically Twitter. You can say whatever the fuck you want. And, uh, you know, people, yeah, they might bring up, you know, they might retweet your shit from the olden days if you're not diligent enough to, re- to delete the wrong ones. You can just say, oh, yeah. Do you remember that guy that did the World Cup final, like, the last World Cup final, and he had a Twitter account, <laughs> yeah. and he started it up, and it was a private account. And then, so he's a private account, and he's put about, like, this whole fucking string of potential results of the game. yeah. A week before the final, right? And then the final goes on, deletes all the wrong ones, opens up the account, it gets retweeted and goes viral. Like, oh my God, this fucking guy's picked the exact, you know, Jeremy, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's fantastic. And the, yeah, fucking jeez. Uh, where are we? Um, Mario Siegs, sorry. Yep. Did you see the new uh, Donald Trump communications minister? No. What? Who came out and said, in the spirit of full disclosure, I'm deleting some old tweets. Um, viewpoints that have been changed over the years yep. shouldn't be distracting from our mission. And so before he's actually gone and deleted them, people yeah. have actually gone, gone and like, fired, screen found a screenshot of them. <laughs> and it, and it, it's him tweeting porn girls going, you know, when's your next fucking double anal scene coming out and shit like that? And they're going, I fucking told you, stop asking me, I don't know. <laughs> Oh man, yes. Mario Siegs uh, manly threw the game to get St. Merge going again. Main reason being that Penrith are a curse for us, and this fucks them. And that did that was the unexpected consequence. 
That me, is fucking. It's fucked you on ladder points and on and on forward against differential. Barradius. Well, that's like there, there's the revenge. I mean, I thought he was an inside guy trying to fuck us over. Well, it's not revenge. You just don't want to meet us in the finals. I, I mean, you just gotta keep you right the fuck out of the finals, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You did that so you didn't have to meet us in the finals. Yeah, well, yeah I'm sure. I'm sure Trent thinks he can probably do that to a lot of teams. More than eight, more than seven other teams, <laughs> <laughs> such as the Berettius. Um, Manny McP25. I was going to put up a joke, but Manly beat me to it. Lokio. That was like a prostate exam. Enjoyed it in the middle for a bit, but ended up just being some bloke's finger in my ass. <laughs> uh, Rishay underscore Rishi. Although Panthers undefeated asterisk season doesn't need help, Manly, you had one job. <laughs> Lynch Shields. I'm going to mark that as the loss we needed to have in our march towards the semifinals. So the loss we need to have to, you know, to, to, to complete our undefeated asterisk season. And just Davies 90. Nice of the Dragons and Seagulls to put on a Holden Cup defensive effort today. Yeah, it was nice. shit house. The Eels 17 defeated the Tigers 16 at ANZ. Good crowd, just under 31 thou. The uh, Eels 17. It tries to French Gutho and a semi. Uh, Gutho, two or three conversions and a field goal to uh, Smooth Corey. And the 16 points for the Tigers came from tries to uh, Tedesco. And Malachi Wateni Zelezniak, as they would say in the, in the, in the commentary box. And uh, Lolo Heo with a, a conversion and uh, three penalty goals. Mm. The little tig pies that could. Do nothing. No. Um, yeah, it. Uh, I think Parramatta did a very good job of keeping Moses out of the spotlight before this game. Not make it a um, because yeah. every that's all anybody would have wanted to talk about. Yep, and they got. I think like, to an extent they got that out of the <coughs> system though. Like the first, oh yeah, yeah, the first time they met. You know, not long after he, um, but yeah, you know, so much so that now the fucking all the articles about tigers have nothing to do with Moses anymore. You know, there were a couple of Moses sinks tigers, and I'm sure there would have been more if he had yep. actually kicked the field goal himself. Yep. But all you're left with this week is Aaron Woods saying that, oh, maybe if I'd, Ivan had been here earlier, I would have stayed at the Tigers. That fucking guy is doing himself. No, I mean, Fuck. before all this happened, you know, the impression would have been of that guy. He's like, seems like he's a, you know, he's a decent he's, dude. He's a jokester. Yep. Bleed for his team. Yep. You know, loyal to his mates. Yep. But he's, yeah, he's done himself zero favours this year through the whole process. Yeah. And I mean, Moses counted them even to the point of a mid-season exchange. I don't think even he's coming off looking as bad. Yeah, look, I'm, I'm not unhappy with what Moses did. He's perfectly entitled to ask the question. It seems like if 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 it is true, if there's any truth to the stories that I heard and, and how he was told he had a release, and then they came back after yeah. a, after rep weekend and and like, oh, sorry, no, that's off. And if they fucked him over like that and kept shifting the goalposts, then yeah, yeah I get it. But um, in in this one, Parramatta did everything they possibly could to lose this game, mm-hmm. and and this was against the Tigers. I'll beat a Tigers team that's improving over the, the course of a season and and starting to to look a little bit more potent. Yep. In attack, um, but there were stages when when I was actually starting to think that well, okay, well, Fox and George won today, maybe. Maybe Parramatta will lose. <laughs> <laughs> Dead a dream. And and it, it's one of those situations, unfortunately, where the Tigers get themselves into a positive situation. You can see them almost starting to look uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, that that whole 
cliche of winning's a mindset or a habit and losing's a habit yep. as well. Um, they can get themselves into a game, but then they're just okay. Well, when when does that end? Yep. When when do we finish? So, um, in terms of where the opportunities are, um, I think that the more that Norman and Moses can play together, the more dangerous they'll be. Um, I still think Moses is trying to do too much for that team. There are a couple of times during that game where he pushed a last pass and and tried to go for the miracle play. Yep. Um, yeah, and, and it's something that I have bemoaned in my own squad this year. I really think Parramatta would do well to manage a couple of games out. To, to not be in a situation where, well, we're going to make a break and score a try and it's all going to be fucking great. Yep. Fucking camp a team in their own end for, yeah. for three sets. Finals football practice. That's it. Their forwards are playing on pure guts because yep. they're not big guys. But people like Brown and, and Mau and other that are, are getting in there and doing everything they need to do. Yep. But let your offense work with your defense. I feel it's a bit disjointed with Parramatta. You know, you you got teams, and and the Cowboys are fantastic at it. That that will just shut a team down. Their offense is good enough yeah. to get them into the position, and then their defense is good enough to keep them in the position. Yep. It's all one cohesive unit. Yeah. Um, unfortunate with Gutho going out, he's a big loss for them. He's been there. Their shining light, and, and when you're talking about a team with with Rod Rada and Jennings in the back line with him, yep, that that's a pretty big wrap. So French is, is no slouch; he's, he's incredibly fast. I'm not sure it makes up for Gutho's awareness. Gutho's a guy that, like, yeah, he can make things happen, and he's not just like a fast, you know, fullback that can make a break or you know get on yeah. the end of a grubber and try. That's it. I mean, he's the guy. Yeah, he, there, there's been times where he's actually carried this fucking yeah, this 100%. team. Yeah, hundred percent. So now, just as a hypothetical. This Tigers team, if you put Josh Reynolds in there, how much does that actually change this game? Yeah. Don't know. With Reynolds and Brooks there, do you run into a Moylan and Cleary-like issue just with stupider people? <laughs> I just, look, honestly, I, th- I don't think Reynolds is the type of guy that... that I don't think he's going to get too much in Brooks' way. I don't think I don't think he's that kind of guy. It's just funny. It's like the bulldog situation. I feel like they've they've traded like for like with with Reynolds and Foran, to be honest. Except Foran's like a you know biscuitier, you know more well, more clapped out version. Yeah. Brooks is letting Reynolds know he has does not have exclusive rights on trips at the Tigers. That's true. I mean, fuck. It's like I always say, like he's learned he's learned well. But I mean, that's yeah. putting in some putting in some reps <laughs> yes. afterwards, planning ahead. Disappointing for the Tigs. Oh well, for the Tigs fans. Um, <laughs> uh, ben done forty three with the tweet. The big one couldn't kick a big one. No, he could not. Mm. Their first field goal of Corey Norman's career. First NRL field goal. Yeah, good time for it. Corey Norman's career. No. Yeah. Good time for it. There you go. Fucking Anthony Milford doesn't want him. Yeah, don't want to bar it. Yeah. When the going gets tough. Yeah. Anyway. He passed it to Kahu.
this week after a scheduling conflict. Um, it was a very busy week last week. Welcome back, Nat Sinclair. Great to have you back. Sorry not to have you, have you last week, but you're back and we've got a couple of questions. It's okay. Absence makes the heart very positive. Well, that's, 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 that's so. what they say. So that, that they, <laughs> they say that, yes. <laughs> but um, we've got a couple of questions this week. And, uh, not too pesty, so that's, that's fantastic. Um, the first one comes from comes from a oh, massive right, pest, though, uh, special K online. Mm-hmm. He said, "What the hell? Oh, did you bless. join our twill circus?" Oh god, I can't remember. I think I just got on Twitter. No, you know what it is. Um, a, a, an old manager of mine at a bar I used to work at told me that you guys um, had a fondness of our favourite yes. outfits. Um, so then I got on yep. and Danny Danny in particular um, and then I got on Twitter and then I just went from there do you, I can't remember I mean it's so long ago now did you did you do that ice bucket thing yeah we did the ice oh my god that was so yeah, long ago yeah. that was literally like three or four years ago and we nominated yeah, yeah. you guys. And we, we'd already done it at that stage ourselves yeah oh had you <laughs> and um, that was that oh. was a, that was a bit of fun <laughs> I can't, I can't remember what, yeah, I can't remember what season yeah, it was. I, mean, I don't think it was winter, though. It, did, it actually it didn't feel like such a terrible idea. It was, it was actually yeah, okay. Yeah, at the time. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, as long as people donated to the charity, well though, that was the most important thing, rather than just rather That's than the main face thing. And some ice water over their heads. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. That, that, that story, that, that checks out. That's probably... That, that's, and then I can't even remember how it happened that you were on the show this year. Isn't it? Isn't it? I think yeah, Jay messaged yeah. me on Twitter. And because uh, I remember we were talking about it, and, and I said, then, "Yeah, um, it sounds like a great idea to do it." And, uh, yeah, and I love it. It's been a really good year. So, um, a little highlight, even when Penrith was yeah, doing. Yeah, they're, they're back now. <laughs> and I'll, I'll, so, have to, I'll ask you about that next. Yeah, I'll ask you. I'll ask you your opinion on something next yeah. after the questions. Um, okay. Hey, okay. Sam Warden says, <laughs> "Do girls really apply tan to just their arms?" <laughs> yes, they do. You should see me, hey, like, this year with the outfits, I only apply tan to, like, my chest yep. and my arms, and, and, but, like, there's a big square in my back, which just doesn't get touched at any stage. But you, so, were, you were just over in Vegas. You, I mean, you were in Vegas, right? So you would, and you were in Miami and stuff, so you would yeah, have actually done it the old-fashioned way, the cancerous way, right? Yeah, I got, like, some sort of yeah. colour, yeah. Yeah, exactly, I did. But even like when we were going, when I wasn't tan, going yeah. into those places, I was like, oh my God, I have to tan my whole body. <laughs> because I'll be wearing bikinis. I was like, this is just such a horrible thing to have to do. So yes, I do. <laughs> okay, um, this question actually, it, it takes the words out of my mouth. Um, from uh, De Niro, he says, uh, with Cleary and Penrith much more potent when Moylan isn't there, should Matt just accept life in the Reggies or just retire? Neither. I think he should retire. If he loves Penrith, he should retire. <laughs> I think they'll um, give him some time. It hasn't been very long. Um, it's shocking, though, isn't it? Like, at the I moment, think, like, yeah, the golf is, is, like, is so shocking. Yeah. I know. I know it is. And, like, it's, it's yeah, it's a bit strange. I think Cleary obviously needs to be the yep. dominant half, um, which we saw with, like, um, like T was really, like, um, I think T wanted to do too yep. much as well. So, um I think yeah, definitely. Like Nathan's a dominant so half. So would you say so the Cleary? I guess that's something Cleary about the like, word. Like like to uh, to Murray in, in the terms of that he wants to be a dominant half, but he, but but Cleary actually has a talent to make it work. Would you say would that be a fair statement? <laughs> I think Cleary has talent. Oh no, they're both they're both great in their own ways. 
Okay, and we got a. Uh, we got one. This and this is one you dealt with on on uh, on Twitter, but um, thought I'd put it out there because uh, it could be like a how-to for other people as well. But the old uh, Egg Council creeper really underscores his name that I won't mention. That uh, the missus has decided on Penrith for her team. How do I covertly put the number for Lifeline on the phone? Oh God! I, as I said to him, like this next six weeks, I have a dream that many ladder predictors on NRL.com trying to figure out all these possible scenarios and the common consensus I'm getting from each of these scenarios is that we could conceivably win every game and still not make the eight. I think. If you win every game, you'd be right. Um... Well, it's either going to be... Well, we're looking at Eels or Dragons. Eels have got Gutho, so so Gutho's gone. The Eels have... I know, but they also have, besides the few Brisbane games working there, they've got the world's easiest run home. So, um... I think that, you know, I I guess we've, we've got... Dogs and Tigers, so that should, if that, I'm sorry, if we lose any of those games, we're just going to see the Really? Yeah, okay. exactly. Um, and then after that, we, we it starts getting to Cowboys, Raiders, Manly Dragons, so that's not yeah, easy. Yeah, so you probably lose um, you know, at least, you know, like three of those. And if we do that, yeah, that's yeah, well, it, I mean, you, definitely, you can't lose or maybe <laughs> no. lose. I think, I think you, you might have won depending on other results. Because, I mean, you're playing some I teams a, around. I had a losing so. against Cowboys. Yeah. Well, I had a losing against Cowboys. That was my, yep. my loss. And then um, even but even then, we didn't yeah, make sure. the eight. So we even beat Dragons. We yeah, still didn't right. make the eight. So, um, yeah, we'll have to see what happens. But it's bloody stressful. And it's our own fault. Because, Did you dig a hole you know, at the start of the season? We lost... <laughs> We lost seven of our first nine, and then we won seven of our yeah. past nine. That's not normal. Yeah. It's not normal circumstances. Um, so I guess it's, we've done it, we've done it, and we have to deal with those consequences now. And I just like to dream about how good we could be if we actually woke up for a whole season, not yeah, just half of right. one. So <laughs> um, good time. Hey, just quickly before I let you go, what do you make of the whole Sia Soliola and the Slater and the tackle and the send-off that wasn't, and oh, et cetera. I know, I know you guys are all, like, strong Slater haters, so you probably were sitting there cheering. We were like, terrible. Like, it was terrible. Yeah, that's terrible. How dare you? <laughs> Except <laughs> for him. <laughs> um, no, it was, ter- it was really bad. Really, yeah, really well, bad. Was, I don't it know. Was, it was I, I don't know. I just, I can't... And, and, yeah, he slipped into it, but, I mean, still, it was very late. Yeah, very everything. He ticked all the boxes. I just remember, remember like this time last year when Ryan James hit James Bester yes. and he broke his jaw? And that hit was like one quarter of yep. as bad as this was. Um, but because James broke his jaw and, and Billy is concussed, the difference in reaction has been quite yeah. extreme. Um, whereas I feel if, if Billy was to have had such a bloody injury like, like James did, they may have had more of an, um, less people what defending. What Blake Ferguson that got Because um, I've still seen... Oh, yeah, no one cares I, I, I think that, I mean, it <laughs> was, I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to mitigate anything. It was a terrible tackle. It deserved to be sent off. He deserved yeah. to be, I think the suspension is, is pretty much right. I thought he might get even a little bit more, but, you know, it's probably Yeah, okay. I agree. But uh, I think yeah. the general, like, the general yeah. outrage meter is, like, blown way up to a level yeah. because it's Billy. And, it, and if it had been first, then same thing. You yeah. know, but you chose a player to compare. Like, I mean, you chose the bottom. Chose the Ferguson yeah. to compare it again. Come on. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> right. some, like, some, some, like some, some anonymous dude, like, you know, I don't know. You know, like, just, yeah. like, just some yeah, guy's not a star. Like, he's not a, he's not a despised yet. dude. He's not a star. Like, you know, just yeah, yeah. I mean, like, say, yeah. in the Melbourne Storm side, say it was like, I don't know, just like, just some random dude, like, you know, Felice Cafusi or something. You know what I mean? Like a dude that's not yeah. know, a superstar. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
It wouldn't have been. Yeah, but saying that, there's a, there's a whole bunch of people out there. As much as people love Billy, there's a whole bunch of people that don't like him as well. And, of course, you've seen a whole lot of, um, you know, comparisons like of him tripping yeah. over people and, and kicking people in the face. In, the, in his career, that he was saying, you yeah, know, I forgot, no I forgot it at the so time. I guess, but I mean, um, that, it's, 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 it's terrible that that first try. I think it was that Michael Robinson scored in the 2008 Grand Final, and he's going yeah. over in the corner, and like Slater yeah. just goes full sliding into home base, tags up. Yeah, yeah. it's really bad. Yeah, and it's not as obvious. It's not as like explicit yeah. as this was, but it's still like doing yeah. the same damage. Um, but yeah, anywhere you look at it, that can't be happening. Like that could have that could have done some. It did some serious damage. Like, he can't remember, according to the Storm's medical report, the yeah, past two weeks. you can't remember weeks. Origin 3. I wish Sam Soliola had hit me like that. I'd love to forget yeah, Origin 3, to be honest. We can all forget about Origin. He should do that to all the yeah, NFL exactly. team, you know, to forget that they, you know, ruined the state's yeah. hopes and dreams again. Um, so, <laughs> so um, I think that, yeah, that's pretty serious, that sort of thing. Um, but, that yeah, you can't be mucking around with head injuries and, and like, that's just going to cause it every, all day, every day. So, silly of him, and it was a good, it was handled well, and we can now move forward from it. Awesome. Agreed. All right, so you're off to training again. Um, are yes. we going to see you this weekend in action? You are, finally. It has been since April that oh, I've been shit. at Penrith um, cheering. I did a Bathurst game in there, but yep. since April. So I'm so, so, so excited, and um, I just, I don't know what I'll just do. Yeah, really. <laughs> I actually don't know what I'll do. Like, it's just not even an option that's popped into my head. Yeah, you got so. Penrith fans and, uh, <laughs> I don't know and, what I'll uh, do. Sinclair fans get down, get down to the Muddy Puddle or Neverland, whichever version of the... The, the, the ground name that we that we run with, and uh, <laughs> we want to yeah. use yeah. <laughs> the Neverland. The Neverland one's a bit. It's just a bit, you know, creepy. <laughs> talking about talking about young Neverland. Yeah, exactly. Um, just depends whether it's like Peter. Oh, it's a Peter Pan. It was meant to be like the Peter Pan Neverland, but I just keep thinking of the Michael Jackson Neverland. Oh, dear. So. Yeah, it's a little bit. Oh yeah, let's not let's yeah. not mix that one up, <laughs> please. <laughs> We have a lot of young people at Penrith who want to be doing that. <laughs> exactly. All right. Thanks very much for your time again. Uh, great to have you back on the show. And uh, yeah, we'll talk to you next week. Thank you. Okay, quickly with the previews for this coming round, we're kicking off on Thursday night with the Penny Panthers versus the Doggies at Neverland slash the Muddy Puddle slash... Michael Jackson's slash muddy puddle. It's fucking Neverland with monkeys and third stubby on the right. Damaged children. Third stubby on the right. <laughs> straight on till the Seven Eleven and get a Slurpee. <laughs> well, now you've got <laughs> now you, now you do have. I mean, you've got you've got your your, your young Peter your young Peter Pan Matthew Moylan. I mean, yeah. uh, he's damaged. Yeah. So I mean, maybe it is like the Michael Jackson no. home of damaged children and Neverland Ranch. It's not. Do you not remember the bit where fucking Peter Pan and his shadow got in each other's way? In that, didn't he just didn't the, didn't the shadow just fuck off on him? I yeah, can't remember. Exactly. Shadow. I can't remember. We're talking like, like it's fucking, fucking real. Troublemaking rascal. It's Cleary. <laughs> he's got the dark hair. He's the shadow. Well, there's a ray of sunshine. And because like when shadows get elongated, that explains the chin, right? <laughs> <laughs> just fuck you know just do do what people have been doing for millennia and acknowledging their genetic superiors just because of a certain physical feature he is better than you 
Oh, but only when Moylan's not there. Moylan's like Cleary Kryptonite. When he's present, nothing goes right. Get him out of the fucking... Get him out of the mix. A Cleary Superman. Oh, that's fantastic. Penrith by a thousand. Penrith by a thousand. The dogs are short. Penrith, the, the, the dogs... I mean, I'm not sure what... I mean, this meeting with Des Hazel has just happened tonight and or last night and he's, yeah. and he's walked away with... said it's just a meeting. It's just a meeting and like there was a lot of... I, I guess, you know, the media don't know what's going on so there's a lot of speculation. Oh, you know, he's going to have to fucking... I'll tell you what though. These, these Penny boys can get a little bit complacent going into a game against this. Yep. And, and the dogs and that, are aside risk. with some players that... Um, that, that could punch him in the mouth and the Panthers don't like getting punched in the mouth and that's the thing South shut it the way, yeah. the way to beat Penrith at the moment is to come out and bash them yeah I yeah. don't I don't even think these dogs have that in them I think they do for the first 10 minutes and just whether they can get it done enough in that 10 minutes to and to last you know to scar them the, the dogs can come out and bash us for 10 minutes yeah but they might score one try two tries yeah and you're not gonna you're not gonna really worry Penrith unless you've put four or five on and the fact is, there's no, there's, there's no moil in there, so Cleary's going to be on for eighty minutes. Yeah. So it's going to, they're going to, not only are they going to beat the dogs, but they're going to fucking uh, run up a bit of for and against, you know, try and get a bit of uh, a bit of repair on their for and against as well. Put your house on it. No, I wouldn't go far, but yeah. Pell's back in town. See if he's got any connects. See your children. And uh, Brycey is in the extended bench and may come back. Yes. Never know. All right, um, the Warriors take on the Sharks Friday night pub slot over at Mount Smart Stadium. No, no, no Johnson, no, no chance. Johnson, no Maloney. That's um, right. They're fucking gone. Yeah. Sharks. Even even with the Maloney business, gone. Sharks. Yep. yep. Sharky's still gonna win. I cannot tip the Warriors again this year. Are they playing Newcastle? Even then, maybe. Uh, the Eels take on the Broncos. Friday yeah. night football. Fluffy's back. Fluffy's back. Much to the delight of Wayne's prostate. His thumb's better. French yeah. goes to fullback for Gutho. Despite that, it doesn't matter. The Broncos, uh, they're, 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 they're going fine. They're travelling fine at the moment. Yeah. And uh, and I think this is another another game where the Eels, you know, they may Param- challenge them for a time. Parramatta will play themselves out of this game. There'll be too many drop balls and... and they'll they'll, they'll challenge them for a time, but yep. the, Broncos, the, the Broncos will be very steady and... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, they'll pull away. That's it. I, I expect the Broncos to win fairly comfortably, though. The uh, Knights take on the Dragons Saturday yeah. afternoon in Newcastle. Can't go past the Dragons. <sighs> it's like it's like you can go past the Dragons. However, yeah. it's the Knights, and you know we've had times where the Knights have they've almost come up and got the win, and then you expect great things the next week. Or not great things, but you expect well, wow, this is a winnable game for them, and then they get fucking thumped. I never realised how fucking stupid this is. Like St. George yeah. is a person. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So why are they the St. George Dragons or why do they have a person on their shield? He's a knight. It's like it's like people calling the dude Frankenstein. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's the same thing. Yeah. Or like the, the rabbitos having a rabbit as their symbol. When it's the guy that's fucking gutting the rabbits and selling the carcasses or whatever, or, you know. Yeah. Calling out. Yeah. Making sweet love to the gizzards. No, I don't know about that part. Well, but I'm not a historian, well, I don't know. They didn't have Red Tube back in 1872. <laughs> well, red Tube was just basically the, the yeah, hollowed out, out rabbit. <laughs> it was a Red Tube. That's, that's where they get the name from. That's why it's called that. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> 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 Do 
Dragon's going to win this one. Yes. Sorry, Nighties. Speaking of rabbits. Speaking of the rabbits, the Robbios take on the Raiders. Not in Canberra. I don't think it matters. Not in Canberra. Fuck, flip a coin. Um, If if there is any fight in this Raiders team, you know, for, for some pride, this is a chance for them to pull it together. Yep. Um... If Reynolds boots on song. Damien Cook starting this week too, so we can expect the second half-ish up-tempo Rabbitohs to begin the game. Is Reynolds injured? Or no, he's there. Okay, I just always think he's injured. So. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, he is, he is, but he's actually playing this week. Yeah, okay. Uh, I just wonder, what's, what the fuck does Madge... Is, it feels like he's experimenting this late in the season, like, you know, change around, like, not going to play Cook at all. And then, then we'll start with him, but we'll start with Robbie and we'll put Cook on later. And this we'll start with Cook and put Robbie on. The- you got to wonder how much of the Robbie was, you know, <sighs> is it his decision or not? Or we've got to get value for money out of this cut now. We've <laughs> made the high-profile signing. Fuck. Um, yeah, look, I, you've you've got to say the Raiders. I mean, they're both out of it, but <coughs> yeah, you've got to say the Raiders. Surely, yep. the Roosters take on the Cowboys Saturday night. Yeah, probably the biggest- at Allianz. Biggest challenge that the Roosters have had in a little while. Yep. They've, they've had a pretty soft draw mm-hmm. on the back end of uh, of Origin. And the Cowboys team in, in pretty good form yep. coming in, who this year haven't been travelling too badly. Yep. You know, you could always pencil in wins for them up in... Townsville. Like squeal like a pig country. Yep. But... Um, well, the Cowboys in this one. It's a tough one because it's away, but coming Cowboys have improved their away <coughs> results. Yep, a lot. You know, over over the last three years. Yep, um, it's tough. The Roosters are very uh, they're a very highly rated side this season, but I'm not a believer just yet. Um, I I haven't seen them put together a performance that that really gives me faith that they can weather a storm. If if they're on top of a team and can remain there, yep. then then they'll be they'll be dominant. But I, I really haven't seen them conquer adversity or, or really get into a it's game. A good, it's a good test for both so, sides. Yeah, like because I mean the Cowboys, like we've already said, you know they're they're certainly they've they've got past the whole Cowboys without JT thing that they've had you know for their entire history of him playing at the club. Yep, um, they seem to have got past it. I mean, there's you know Morgan's taking control of the team. You know Tamari's going well, um, but. This is a you know it's a, the Roosters team is a fancy team it's a decent team that they're coming up against that uh, is um, you know pretty almost almost at full well, strength. You, you look you look back at the last big challenge they had. Yep. You know they they had a nice little run. Um, they put a big score on Wests. Mm-hmm. Then they went down. Uh, sorry, they they got up by one over Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Given that was yep without their Origin players. Yep. Then they got done forty-four to twelve by Cronulla. Yep. So, you know, I'd I'd really like to see this team grind out a win. Yep. So. Uh, I, yeah, I, I, I'm feeling the Roosters, but yeah, without any confidence. Uh, the Storm <coughs> take on the mighty Manly Seagulls down there in Melbourne. Uh, Billy Slater out. Um, he was knocked out so badly. Apparently, he's lost the last two weeks of his life. Um, can't remember Origin three. Uh, they say um, Cameron Smith. They've been 
showing footage of him training and stuff like that. So the expectation is that he'll play. I uh, wouldn't surprise me if he's a late withdrawal, low, ball low, two, low, two, and low, two, and it's a bit of, bit of you know, ducks and drakes. Categorically, there, there is no of, way they're going to risk Cameron Smith. You wouldn't think they'd want to risk him. I mean, if he was a slot, but you know, especially against Manly. Yeah. Yep. Well, this is the thing. I mean, this is the game where they should be. They should rest everyone. Rest Munster. Yeah. Rest Goonie. <laughs> Fucking. I don't see why they don't rest the entire side. To be honest, but it's forfeited. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking even Bellamy takes a hammock into the coach's box. <laughs> yeah. Why, I mean, why not? I mean, uh, this is, you know, it's perfect time of year to freshen up for the finals. And, and seriously, you know, for for Melbourne, mm-hmm. they've got experience of playing without Cameron Smith. Yeah. yeah, they have set game plans for it. They have kids that know that for at least three weeks a year you're going to be playing in the nine. Yep. Yes. Um, sorry, buddy, I'm going to have to tip Melbourne. I think this is uh, after after the wake up call last week and uh, with the return of uh, uh, Green, Wright, uh, BJ, and Appy into the side, we're back to the the winning lineup. And uh, Manly, uh, they're not even going to shock the world because quite frankly, the world is expecting them to roll the storm and they're going to do it. The Titans take on the West Tigers at Hope Solo Coliseum on the Gold Coast Sunday afternoon, the Channel 9 game. They've stopped giving odds on the Tigers to win the Premiership. That's sad. It's now at zero dollars. Well, I so I guess also they've also stopped offering odds on Newcastle then. I don't know. Uh, but um, two things are going to make me pick the Titans here. One, it's their on week. Yep. Two, they're playing Wests. Yep. And, uh, yeah, basically, the, one of the criterias for tipping a size is are they playing West? Yes, no. <laughs> Flow chart, yes. <laughs> Pick his team to win. Tip, yeah. Um, um, sad to say. The the Titans, who, who have had a shitty run with injury this year, um, and, and really do have a couple of people performing below par. They're kind of, I think, are they the team that would have the Golden Biscuit Award for the year? Yep. Definitely. I mean, a heavily contested award in years gone by, and I mean Penrith, you know, covered it. I mean, there was a time when they 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 owned it. Yeah. But uh, but the the Titans this year, I, I, again, I don't know if my memory's fuzzy, but it seemed to happen to them more in games. Yeah, which is the worst fucking possible time because I mean they're going into benches with you know and only having like fourteen, fifteen players well, for the rest of the game. They, they finished a game with twelve on the field once. Yeah. This year. Yeah. Because no one could fucking walk. <laughs> like, but um, yeah, the, the Titans should get home in this one. is full time for episode 265 thanks for listening everyone as always you can interact with us on twitter so follow at TWI League or also on facebook.com forward slash this week in league iTunes we had a uh, a new review this week from uh, Benji Vrins that uh, five five stars to nation this stuff is gold listen to it short and sweet uh, super coached uh, the Wendells NZ underscore magpie 54 dingbats Ebenezer Rascals lucky punks lamb of god grey ghost sesame timbers junior mints and seaweed steelers top 10 feels like it's pretty much locked in and now we're just jostling for positions but between the first two guys it's uh, just over 20 points so that's a fucking razor thin margin in uh, uh, super coach terms um, yeah and I think what they have, must have the, the average score for the the Wendells is uh eleven hundred point two. 
I think you should go and buy Nathan Cleary for your Supercoach team. Oh, I'd say I'd say if these guys are uh, up the top of the ladder, they probably had him stashed. Uh, tipping, am I winning? Lynn's uh, tied first with Mad Dog and Macca all on 100 points. Uh, Norts, Kylie, Hebby underscore Nova, Terry G, <coughs> JB all tied one point further back. And uh, we've got Fabs and E underscore Rascals on 98, bringing up the last two spots in the top 10. So nice. what that means is, yeah, I mean, we have got like positions first through seven are only separated by one point. So fuck, it's pretty, it's pretty good to have a competition this live, this late in the season. I think it's, I mean, I'm not sure, but I feel like in seasons gone by, it's been, you know, two, four point, you know, like a sort of a margin, a little bit of a yeah, break yeah, for the top guy. But it's great to see it so, uh, so close. I mean, uh, anyone... Anyone can take it in the top 10 at the moment. Yep. And uh, I moved up again, but uh, still just a couple of points outside. I don't think I'll be able to crack top 10. But you never know. I was just thinking the other day how tough it would have been to run one, you know, one of those last man standing yeah. comps? Yep. Where you run it, and then when everyone's gone, you just start running it again. Yep. Because this year, everyone just would have picked the game that Newcastle will play. Yeah. And then the one game that Newcastle win... That's just, the side. Just would have knocked... That's knocked everybody Everybody out. Out, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nice. But um, you wouldn't have lost anyone the first week. I think the, the, the Knights lost they, the, the, the Warriors in the first week competitions. They would have lasted a while if you're just going like team playing Knights. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, look, that's it. That's all we've got time for. Uh, it's going to be a longer episode tonight from the look of it. And uh, oh, a three hour club are going to love it because I've got to put fucking Nats part in and uh, and the, the Super League quad part as well. So, as long as you like long episodes and video game reviews. Yeah. Oh, it's 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 newsworthy. Would have given it a better a better review, like a, a longer, more in depth review of the features if I if I'd played through them. But I haven't had a chance yet. And to be honest, I mean, I had it for had it for almost a week, and so you know, the, the, I guess the opportunity's been there. But it says a lot about the quality of the game, the fact that I haven't devoted every Again, fucking waking minute to it. Know, here's the thing: I really wanted to to finish doing this mm-hmm. and then go fuck it before I go home. Let's let's have a quick game. Let's go one. You know? Yeah. But no, no fucking inclination whatsoever. Like, no. like I'm thinking, like I'm thinking, when am I going to play it next? Yeah. You know what? I don't know. No, I don't know. What done the dough? <laughs> Who wants a cheap coffee? <laughs> yeah. You do for sixty nine dollars plus shipping. <laughs> That's thirty dollars off Australian retail, bitches. See you next week, Twelve Nation. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.